Welcome into the Sport Codex Show, episode 77. Aiden is here, straight back from the Wuhan lab. And uh, NBA Twitter, mad conspiracy theories, uh, yeah, and, and deep down the rabbit hole, you've emerged. Yeah, yeah. I um, I have this sudden urge to worship Satan after getting my first vax. So I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. Well, you know, there could be worse people to worship. Like Satan's yeah. pretty good. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if everyone says they're going to go and worship Satan, like. Kyrie might not actually worship Satan. He's got nah, yeah. not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's our uh, in-depth uh, medical research talk for tonight. Yep, yeah. Done and dusted. Yeah, definitely been doing my own research. <laughs> Let's get on to a bit of comedy, not our shitty comedy that we're throwing up here. Um, KD, in a bit of a troll yeah. from, oh, from old man Letterman in yeah, the crowd. Yeah, yeah. It's good, good um, to see. Yeah, yeah, I love Letterman. Always love Letterman. I thought he's, um, you know, he's one of one of the. I don't watch a lot of the late night talk shows, but I think apart from Conan O'Brien, who just retired as well, uh, Letterman's better than anyone that's currently on um, by by a long shot. Yeah, so I, it's, um, I'm in the same situation as you, yeah. man. I don't watch any of them anymore. It's yeah. yeah. Try and catch a little bit of Bill Maher now and then just to see his thoughts on things, which which can be good. Um, he obviously is a little bit of a contrarian too, but yeah. I like Maher because he, he takes, you know, and he, he takes different opinions and then, you say, mm. his spiel when he put a little bit of a funny spin on it too. So, yeah, not that I ever sit down I, and watch it. It's more just clips yeah. of it, you know, that you watch these days. Yeah, I'm absolutely not a fan of Bill Maher. <laughs> <laughs> only, only thing I like about him is uh, way back in the 90s, he did an interview. He interviewed a bunch of wrestlers from WCW, and yeah. he he said it was fake, and uh, Roddy Piper was going to beat the shit out of him, <laughs> and it was hilarious. And this is like on TV and stuff. You can still find oh, it no on, on YouTube and stuff. It's it's, it's good shit. He, 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 like, literally, you can see the moment he shits his pants when Roddy <laughs> steps up, ready, ready to kick his ass. Yeah, not fake anymore, man. <laughs> um, yeah, into tonight's topic, we are going to go through the whole NBA and pick our starting lineups. Um, there's some strange depth charts we've, we've been looking at and mm. ones with Kyrie not even starting for the Brooklyn Knicks, which could could end up happening <laughs> for other yeah, at least, at least, At least for home games. Yeah. But there's some weird ones, man. Like, yeah, just... Kevin Herter, third shooting guard on the Hawks, and doesn't make sense to us. So we're going to go through, we're going to say our starting lineup predictions, and then once the season rolls around, we'll see how close we get. Yeah, so we'll go through team by team. Um, we'll start with you, Aiden, and then I'll comment on your starting lineup. It might be exactly the same. I might yeah, lock it in. Um, if I have some differences, I'll, I'll say those and we'll see if we can work one out and then we'll we'll start on the other team and the other person will go first so let's get straight into it with atlanta hawks aiden yeah what's your okay. starting uh, pred- prediction for them okay so uh point guards obvious is it's trey young well it's you know it has it, to be. it's indisputable he's, he's you know he's the start one of the top point guards in the league he's 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 starting obviously uh shooting guard there's i think there's two options um I'm actually leaning Kevin Herter uh, for the starting shooting guard. 
Um, DeAndre Hunter is the small forward. He was balling out before he got injured last season. Um, John Collins is power forward. They just extended him. They're not going to pay him $25 million a year to come off the bench. And then Clint Capella um, was in the defensive player of the year discussions last year, maybe sort of just on the outskirts. I think he was like finished third or fourth, something like that. Uh, he was top five anyway. So, yeah, definitely start with him as well. So, yeah. Nice. Um, I'm agreeing. <laughs> it, yeah. It's, you, uh, yeah, there's no other – I don't think there's any other doubts. I mean, Bogdanovich obviously – you know, it could be in that six-man role. Mm. I think. I think he's he's actually quite suited to that. Uh, you know, because he he's a bit of a playmaker and can shoot as well. That's sort of what I like in a six-man. Someone That's that can what sort I was of thinking. yeah, run the offense and also score too. Mm. And yeah, it, it makes sense. That team makes sense. It's sort of the right blend of offense and defense. They're going to yeah. build on that squad. You know, that took them through to the Eastern Conference Finals, so... Yeah, that's yeah. still surreal that they made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. It's pretty crazy. And now DeAndre it's Hunter, crazy. if he, he is here, if he, I hope he's had a good off-season and he can... Because mm. he had a really good start to last season, so... Yeah, yeah. He's like, what, 15, 15 and 5 while playing good to great defence? Yeah, yeah. Very good defence, I think. Like, it... When when he was drafted, I remember the whole thing was he's already a good defender, but he's not going to be able to score, and he's developed into a pretty reliable scorer. Yeah, exactly what the Hawks need. So yeah, yeah, Reddish. A bit of talk about Reddish getting moved on too um, throughout the off season here. So mm, yeah, I'm surprised that actually uh, didn't happen. Yeah, just the money thing with him. Eh? They're like, mm, we go. We've got too yeah. many people here that we need to pay, so. Yeah, exactly. I, I think maybe they uh, they push it again. They'll pr- probably give him some time to showcase him because, you know, he was injured a lot last season as well. Um, yeah. And then shop him throughout the season, maybe see where they need to improve. I think backup point guard could be a little bit of an issue. Um, I do like Delon Wright, but, yeah, I, I think maybe a little bit of depth. I don't know if uh, Sharif Cooper's ready yet. Yeah, and really good, looking... really good passer. He's he's just small, yeah. Um, yeah. So he could get beaten up, much like Trey Young. Um, mm. That's what I've heard about Sharif Cooper. That's why he dropped down the draft. Now you got Lou Will too. I, I really like Delon Wright though as a, as a backup point. You know, he can slide into both guard positions. He, yeah. He's good on defense, and he he's not really going to do anything wrong on offense. Mm. Like his shot isn't great, but He's a very solid and very capable player. I think a guy that's going to stick around quite a number of years, you know, just on the bench. Good, yeah. good veteran to have on any team. Liked him on my Pistons, actually, before he got traded last year. All right. I think that's all we need to talk about Atlanta. Boston. This one, this one's interesting. This one's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do my squad in Boston. I am starting at centre. Now, I, <clears throat> I wanted to go Robert Williams here, but I think Horford is the right pick. Uh, you know, come back some, comes back to Boston. Mm. Plays good defence too. Yes, he's a step slower. Yes, he's a bit... But he's smart and, and he works well with the squad because he's done it before. He, mm. He's going to give up the ball to the guys that need it, a.k.a. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, who I've got in the forward positions. 
then I'm also I'm actually starting. This was tough for me. Uh, I'm starting Josh Richardson at the two, and I'm starting Marcus Smart at the one. Very. Yes. Now Schroeder is my sixth man here. That's my role for Schroeder. So he can interchange with either Smart or Richardson first drop. Mm. That's my way of thinking. Then Peyton Pritchard is sort of the next guard after Schroeder for me. Um, Naismith and Langford have potential still. Um, they can probably move up a little, a little bit. Or Naismith definitely into into the mm. three spot. Mm. Um, yeah, but that's how I'll play that. Um, Robert Williams would be the first big to come in for Horford, really, for me too. And then, then a bit of Juan Hernan Gomez, Grant Williams to back up Tatum at four. Um, yeah, what what are your thoughts? This this one was a bit interesting for me. Yeah, that that's a lineup I've seen sort of thrown around. Um, I wonder if Marcus Smart's playmaking is good enough for him to be the starting point guard. Because um, everyone assumes Tatum and or Brown are going to take that leap, and they've shown glimpses of it, but they haven't quite like elevated it to the 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 next level yet. Yeah. Um, and saying that Schroeder's not a great playmaker either. He's like he's he's okay. I think he's better than Marcus Smart in terms of just playmaking ability, not overall. But yeah. Um, my my way of thinking is Smart comes on. He he's gonna take the premier guard on the opposing yeah. team. Yeah. He's gonna wear them down. Schroeder can come in after and and score. And, mm. and I think Schroeder's a decent play, playmaker. I think. Maybe even slightly underrated in that area. Um, I just think he had a really poor Lakers season last season, and he did. It dropped his value, but I, yeah, I think he's better than what I, I agree with you in that he's a bit, especially fumbling the bag like he did. Yeah, he's, he's become <laughs> like a mean. He yeah. he's actually become like what KCP was when he first signed with the Lakers. You know, uh, yeah. Palenka compared him to Jesus. And then he came out the gate really cold and he was a meme for ages, but what people were missing that he was actually probably their most reliable perimeter defender um, for a, for a long time. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Schroeder's sort of become a meme. It might actually suit him with mm. no pressure on him. No, no real expectations. Uh, I'm gonna, I do like what you've done because it gives them a bit more size in the backcourt as well. Um, and and Richardson's a decent perimeter defender there too. Uh, I think, I mean, matchup specific, but I I think I'm going to stick with Schroeder at the point. So Schroeder, yep. Smart, Brown, Tatum. I agree. I agree with uh, Smart, Brown, and Tatum starting. Um, I'm actually going to. This is another one. I think it could be matchup specific. I think if they're playing like a big big man, so like say Utah or Philly, I Rob think Al Horford starts. But I think for the most okay. part. It'll be Robert Williams. They just paid him. They kind of want to see what he can do. Um, and if he gets into that early foul trouble, which he's he's kind of prone to because, yeah, he's sort of got to learn, uh, then they can bring in Horford. They've still got Cantor there as well. Um, so I think they're going to let Robert Williams have a chance to break out. Um, you know, they showed faith in him by giving him that extension. Uh, was it was it 10 mil a year or a bit higher? Oh, I think it was even a bit higher than that. Oh, yeah, to... yeah, yeah. I can't remember. It might have been. Up. 
might have been like 12 or 15 a year or something like that. Yeah, I think um, it was. Yeah, you know, he suffered a few injuries too over his time. And yeah. Definitely inconsistent. It, w- it was a decent contract. Um, but it, yeah, last year yeah. he seemed to be putting together some consistency until I think he did get injured near the end of the season, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, 10.7, 11.5, 12.4, 13.2. Yeah. Over the next four years after this season. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think I think they have faith in him, which is why they were happy to extend him. So I think they do start with him, unless it is someone like you know, Philly, and then they'll probably go go Horford. Um, yeah, but um, obviously Tatum and Brown are locks, and I think Smart should be a lock in the starting lineup too. But yeah, I could I could see your lineup. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, I think I'm going to stick Schroeder in there. Though. Nice. Yeah, I can't really. Argue. I'm not fully committed on my lineup here too. So, and and as you say, you can be matchup dependent on those. So, yeah, I'm not not too fast. I can't really argue too much for for starting Smart and Richardson rather than Schroeder Smart. Um, you probably get a bit more shooting out of your lineup too. I think. Yeah, a bit more, a bit more playmaking. Oh, I think they're going to have a really good defense too this season. Like, say, if you started yeah. that lineup yeah. that I said, Smart, Richardson, Brown, Taken, yeah. Horford. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's any like bigger teams that would overpower them, but I think other than Philly and B, but Andrew Horford stops. Andrew Horford's the Embiid stopper. Horford, yeah, he is the Embiid stopper. That's why Philly signed him in the first place. Um, yeah, they might struggle with like the Bucks and and Philly. Um, but I think this is a team that's actually well matched against someone like Brooklyn. You got a mm. lot of good wing defenders, um, and they don't really have that presence inside. Like Blake did well last year, but he's not. I, w- I mean, he hangs out on the perimeter anyway. He's not a presence inside. So yeah, it, it, it's an interesting lineup, and I do think they could be quite good defensive. I'm uh, very interested to see what uh, Emi Udoka does with them. Mm, for sure, looking forward to his coaching too. See how he goes. Yeah. Uh, right, Brooklyn Nets for you. Now, obviously, you're not going to be like real GM and put DeAndre Bembry yeah. starting at the two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, I actually rate DeAndre Bembry as a as just as a bench. <laughs> I think he's yeah, a good fearful. hustle player. He doesn't he doesn't do much, but I I just like him as a hustle player. Um, but in saying that, if if Kyrie wasn't going to start like the suggesting here, you'd have Bruce Brown in there surely. Yeah, surely, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or if you wanted shooting, you'd put Patty Mills in there. But I think Patty Mills is better as a second. I think that's his whole vibe. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so let's say Kyrie can play home games. Let's ignore everything that's going on. Yeah, just give us he's, yeah, the he's best obviously, He's obviously, so it's going to be Kyrie, Harden, Joe Harris, Kevin Durant. Those are undisputable. Agreed. Undisputable. There's, Agreed. there's no world where any of those guys are coming off the bench um the center position is the interesting one um again i think it could be matchup specific but i'm actually i'm hoping i think it's more a hope thing than anything else um but i really hope they rock with nick claxton because he's shown potential he he's shown potential as a, a rebounder and a defender which they desperately need inside um, and he's young and athletic, so he's not going to really slow you down. Like he can run the floor with them, 
and everything. And I uh, just, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he's got an outside shot, but he probably doesn't need it with this team. Nah, not with their starting lineup. Yeah. But I mean, you've you've also got like I, I thought about Blake, starting Blake, because he did a really good job in the playoffs. Uh did a did a surprisingly good job defending Giannis. Yes. Um in that series. Uh, then they got Millsap. I think he's too old to start, but he's going to provide some good minutes off the bench. And and Aldridge came out of retirement. His heart issue seems to be um, all, all sorted. So, you know, but again, I don't think they're going to just chuck him straight in the starting lineup and go, here, here's 30 minutes a night. You know, your heart was out. So here you go. <laughs> so I, I think I think Claxton's the play. I'm definitely going to locking those four in. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think they're going to go Blake. Uh, and I think I'm picking Blake just on those points that you said before. He he fits in well with that team. He's sort of that. He's <laughs> he's he's like the fourth playmaker, <laughs> you know, the fourth yeah. scorer on the squad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably actually probably the last out of that starting lineup. If you if it's the full potential lineup, right? He's the last guy you're going to do the score, unless it's Joe Harris in the playoffs, but. Yeah, yeah I, I'd like to see Claxton too. Mm. And I think it's another matchup dependent one. Like, it's like, yeah. well, maybe if they've even like got you, a bit of a slower team, you know, they can use Aldridge yeah, or. Like, yeah, something like you're like not that. really going to start Blake Griffin against Philly. He's no. going to get destroyed. So, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I do. I think yeah, anyone I they put in there is going to get destroyed. Yeah. I agree. At least with if they play Philly, they've got four big bodies that they can just chuck it in and get some fouls on them. Um, yeah. I, I do actually agree with you. I'm just more as a hope I'm going Nick Claxton. Like, yeah. I mean, they I like can force started DeAndre Jordan and his fucking <laughs> corpse for so long. Um, even shipped Jared Allen out of town because of him. Imagine so this lineup with Jared Allen. Exactly. So w- don't waste another young, talented centre. Don't yep. fucking give him away for nothing. Like, actually use him and let him, like, fucking blossom. Yep. Hey, and they can always start Bruce Brown there. Shit. Turns yeah, yeah, right. small ball five. Let's go. Let's go. All right, I've got your team, man. Charlotte Hornets. Mm. You do, you do. Charlotte Hornets. Mm. And you don't have much, many bigs, eh? You don't have many bigs, yep. man. It's... Yeah, you're very, very I'm, slim. I'm I'm not entirely I've I've said multiple times I'm not huge on the moves we made this off season. Um but I do I do overall like our squad, but I don't think we shored up our weaknesses. Yeah, now I want to fit Miles Bridges in there. I mm. do, but I just don't I just can't. Um I think Hayward played too well for you. And then oh, the the obvious backcourt is Rosier and, and Lamelo Ball, yeah, are locks. Yeah. Hayward to me is a lock. Now, also matchup dependent. You could start PJ Washington at the five, depending mm. on the opposing center, and you could slot Miles Bridges in. But I just think you have to go Plumley. Yeah, Plumley's a smart yeah. player. He's going to do most things right. You know, he's going to rebound. He's going to pass. He gets triple doubles. He does. He does. Oh, it M-plums. I love M-plums. Yeah, I, I was, I was quite happy. That was maybe my favorite move of the offseason, to be perfectly honest. I mean, drafting uh, Booknight was, was good, but I'm talking in terms of free agency or trades. 
um, yeah, that was my favourite move. Nice. Maybe getting yeah. maybe getting rid of Caleb Martin. That might have been my favourite. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going M Plums and I'm going PJ Washington. Miles um, Bridges is sort of your your best bench player there, your sixth man. Uh, yeah. Book Knight gets some minutes too. So yeah, that that's what I would do. Yeah, uh, I would only swap one. I'd put Bridges in. I'd take PJ out. Um, I do okay. think Bridges and Kelly Oubre, I think they're too similar to both come off the bench, whereas, mm. whereas PJ can be sort of our backup five. Yep. Um, yeah, you can sort of run a, a three-man rotation with Bridges, PJ, and, and Plumlee. Uh, maybe maybe squeeze some minutes in for Kai Jones on, on certain Vernon matchups. Curry, maybe? Uh, yeah, I, we've got so many developing bigs um, that it's hard to get them all in. I would I would send JT Thor and Nick Richards Nick Richards down to the G League to get regular reps, and I'd have Vernon Carey as our our third string big. Yep. Um, Depth yeah. Depth is but I, I, definitely I, an course. issue, isn't it? Absolutely. If one of your starters go out, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. If if um if if we lost like. I think if we lost PJ, we'd be okay-ish. Because, uh, yeah, like I said, Bridges can jump in there. Um, and then we'd just give Vernon Carey. But, yeah, like like it's, it's Plumlee is, a like you said, a smart veteran player. If we if we lost him, like, you know, Vernon Carey might put up some numbers, maybe. Uh, I haven't seen anything from Nick Richards that's made me think he's worth keeping, to be perfectly honest. Um, I do like what I've seen from Kai Jones and just workouts and stuff. So I, yeah, I think we would have people that could put up numbers, but we're going to lose a lot of like uh, basketball IQ. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, Plumlee's he's a really smart player, and that's I think that's why he was brought in, especially with a young point guard. I I still believe that's why the Pistons signed him last year was because he's a smart player. And you you have a smart center with the with the young point guard to help with the play calling, the pick and rolls and shit like that. So I think that's part. Even though you know the Hornets aren't really a pick and roll team, they're more a fast break team. But yeah, I'm. Um, I don't know. I, I could I could see games where PJ would start at the five and Bridges at the four, like you suggested. Um, but I think standard lineup. I I feel like Bridges is starting PJ off the bench. Um, even though Bridges has said, he said at uh, the Hornets media day, he will do whatever it takes for the team to win. He's happy to come off the bench. He doesn't care. So, which is a good good attitude for him. Yeah, hopefully some good chemistry built with uh, Rosier yeah. take, taking yeah, the lead yeah. there and yep. getting him into that camp. Was, and... That was really cool. And yeah, we had uh, even James Borrego was there. Uh, the whole team MJ. was there. And MJ himself showed up. So, like, you know, that's that's really cool. It, it looks like our whole team is is quite tight knit, which I think is quite an underrated thing. Um, it is. So, yeah, and then I seen other other teams try and follow suit, like the Lakers. They did it. Uh, they did a getaway after. Yeah, after after we did it. Hornets are the trendsetters. Let's go. <laughs> All right, on to the Bulls. Yeah, Fire sweet. I think the Bulls. I think this is pretty simple. This one's pretty straightforward. Uh, Lonzo, you just paying him twenty mil a year not to come off the bench. Uh, Zach Levine, of course, all star, he's got to start. Um, I don't care which forward position you put each of them in, but the two forwards are Demar Rosen and Patrick Williams. 
and then your centre is uh, Vucevic. I think, yeah. Oh, Tony Bradley didn't, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it had to be their lineup. But I'm exactly the same here. Kobe White's your sort of perfect six man. You know, he's a bit too similar with Levine. So Lonzo just slots into this lineup quite well. Obviously, there's questions of how Levine, Demar sort of work together, and Vooch. You know, they're yeah, yeah, very, very yeah. offensive-minded players. But you got the defensive guys in Lonzo and Batty Williams. So, yeah, I think it will do well. I'm more a Bulls optimist. There's a few pe- pessimists out there in this mm. Bulls lineup, but I, I like the I like, I like what I've done. Same here. So now nah, that's that's a locked-in starting lineup. I think that's one of the more secure yeah. starting lineups in the league. Yeah. It's one of the most definitive ones there is. Great. I think they're short and sweet. I actually don't think we need to go into much more there. Yeah. This one's a bit more interesting, which I've got next. It is. it is. Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, I've seen some depth charts, and I haven't agreed with them. Same. <laughs> and this is my starting lineup. In the backcourt, I don't, just like you didn't care what forward positions Patty Williams and Tamar DeRozan were, it's six land. It's Sexton yeah. and Garland. They are your two best guards on this team. 100%. If one of them gets injured, just slot in Rubio yeah. for me. Nakoro is not a guard to me. He's more a wing player, and he slots oh. in at the three. He takes up that defensive slack that Sexton and Garland can sort of give way to. So Okoro is your defense glue guy in there. Hopefully he's improved his shot. So now it's interesting. You, mm-hmm. you got that three. You got that triumvirate between Markin and Allen and Mobley. Now, I think you could in- interchange all of these three here, but I think Jarrett Aaron is locked in at the five. Yeah. Yep. And like then the on, 20 million a year, so yeah, I'd lock yep. him in. And then I'm starting Evan Mobley mm-hmm. as my best starting lineup with Markin off the bench as as the guy that's going to get the most minutes off the bench, I think out of the squad. Um, Osman hasn't impressed me. He still seems to be high for a lot of people, but I just don't know. I, I don't think he's a starter in the NBA. I think, yeah, he could come in and score double digits, but he's not doing too much else, to be honest. Um, Rubio should get some minutes here, being, being a solid vet, um, knows what he's doing. Um, and who gives a fuck about Kevin Love? Because yeah. Just bury him on the bench. Don't, don't play him. Don't play yeah. him at all. It's all you should out, love. So yeah. that's how I would approach the Cavaliers. How would you go about it? Uh, I think I'm exactly the same, to be perfectly honest. Uh, yeah, uh, there's no there's no disputing the backcourt. It, it is sex land. you got two... Um, I'd say both of them are pretty underrated as well. Uh, Sexton gets a lot of shit though. He gets painted as this inefficient chucker, but he's actually a very efficient scorer for yeah. a six-two shooting guard. He, I think, he shot over fifty percent from the floor last season, and he's close to a forty percent three-point shooter. People uh, just don't like him because he just doesn't. He sort of suffers from that Kyrie thing too, which I gave Kyrie a lot of shit about, and I probably gave him too much shit in the past that he just doesn't get those assist numbers up yeah his his assists have improved every year he's been in the league he he averaged uh, just over four last season so while it's still not a lot i think for a shooting guard i think four is pretty acceptable yeah um 
Yeah, I do, I do agree. He has to look to pass more. Um, now, now maybe he's got a bit more talent. He can actually yeah. pass to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the, the backcourt is, is quite underrated. It's it's one of my favourite young backcourts in the league, obviously after Charlotte. Um, uh, but Cleveland Cleveland's up there. I really like their backcourt. Uh, I do agree with Okoro at the three. Very good defender. His shot was inconsistent last year, but there were flashes, so which makes me think that he could become a consistent shooter. Yeah. Um. So hopefully he has been. He's been working on that. Um. And yeah, I agree. You you got to start Mobley, second overall pick, and yeah, just to have that triumvirate big man rotation again. Markinen, Allen, Mobley, where two of the three are always on. Yeah. And just have Kevin Love completely buried on the bench. Don't yeah. don't give him a second of playing time. Trade him for that. Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Philly would do that. <laughs> uh, Dallas Mavericks. What are you uh, going with the Mavs? Starting uh, Trey Burke. I like Trey Burke, but I I'm not starting him. Um, this one's this one's interesting. I think. I mean. Luke I think is there's there, two obviously. spots. I think there's two yeah. sort of open spots. Yeah. Uh, I'm going... Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go... Huh. This is, it's actually really tough. <laughs> I think I go Luca, Timmy Hardaway, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleber, and Pozingas. Oh, I think interesting. those I, I think, at the five. Yeah, I think I think those are my five. A, again, you can switch it up if you know you're playing. I think it's actually quite interesting having Porzingis at the five. You can pull away some of the bigger guys from the rim, like a like a Gobert. Um, yes. Yeah. So I th- I think that that kind of works, but yeah, I mean playing Philly, they only have to play Philly twice a year, but. Um, you know, Philly Embiid would body him down low, but like you said before, not many people are slowing down Embiid anyway, so you don't really need a plan for something that's two games a year. So I think I think that's the lineup I go with. Nice, I, li- I like your way of thinking here too, because oh, I'm I'm just not a fan of Corey Stein and, and mm. Dwight Powell. No, no, I'm just not, and I love Boban. I love Boban, but you can't keep him on the floor. He can't. He's he's very efficient. Like his per thirty six numbers are always good, oh. but you can only play him for like ten minutes. Yeah, and that's he's he's gonna put up points. He's gonna get like yeah. eight points, eight boards. Yeah, you know, you know in that just, eight minutes yeah. sort of yeah. thing. But that's it. Yeah, because he's gonna get beaten. He's he's just too slow. But he's Boban, so you got to have him. Yeah. And they got they got Moses Brown, who's got potential, but I I think he's just still too young. He's got some growing to do. Um, not physically growing, but you know, yeah. mentally, uh, he's got to got to get get smarter, learn the game a bit better. But I think I think there's potential there. But uh, the yeah, having Kleber and Finney Smith, my theory is it it, it um, makes up for the the weakness in defense with with Luca and uh, Timmy Hardaway, who aren't, they aren't terrible. Like especially Luca, a lot of people say Luca plays no defense. I don't think that's true at all. I think he's decent and he should get better. As, as he continues to um, evolve. But, yeah, uh, Finney-Smith and Kleber are both excellent uh, defenders. Yes. And, I like the way of shoot. thinking. Yeah, I like and it. And they can shoot. Like, they're not, like, uh, 
and Andre Roberson. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not going to hurt you if they're left. You can't leave them open in the corner. Exactly. Yeah. He, yeah, he really struggled at the beginning of his career, but now he, he's starting to hit them a lot more consistently. Yeah. Um, I like your way of thinking, and I was actually thinking of putting Reggie Bullock in Finney Smith rather than Kleber in Finney Smith. I, yeah, I, I did think about that. And then I think Porzingis sort of has to move to the five here. Yeah. Because because Porzingis and another big hasn't hasn't worked for him. It hasn't. No. I think yeah. I think you have to. Yeah. Let space for four right out. Let Lukey yeah. go to work. Yeah. And um, Finney Smith can guard a lot of the forwards there. Not yeah, centers you would struggle a bit. Like your yeah. your big boys. Uh, yeah, like well, the even, and stuff, but if you win against the bigger squad, then you could just swap Finney Smith and Kleber because Kleber can defend fives. Maybe yeah. not really well, but decent enough. He's passable against against bigs. Agreed. Yeah, I like it. So I'm, I'm probably I'm going to lock in your your one. Um, Nuggies now. Jamal Murray's out. There's obviously Jamal Murray. Yes, but I would just start. Monte Morris in his place. Yep. For me. Um, but yeah, it's Jamal Murray, Will Barden, MPJ, Aaron Gordon, and Bobo. Yeah. Yes, Bobo. Bobo. Yeah. Point guard, Bobo. And yeah, in the MVP, Jokic. Yeah. Uh, Gordon, MPJ, it's sort of either either in those forward spots. They're both yeah. quite big forwards. Um, Barton sort of helps helps out Monte Morris there to start the season. Jamal Murray will be back at some stage. Morris will just go to the bench. Um, yeah, I think that I think the nugget that's pretty simple for me. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone else really making a case here. No, agree completely. Um, yeah, I do like uh, the additions of uh, the addition of Jeff Green. And the, the good thing for Denver is that they're actually quite deep at the guard position. Uh, obviously, Monte, they've also got Campazo and PJ Dozier, who have all, all shown good signs. And even Austin Rivers was was starting for them uh, when Murray yeah. first went out. You know, he And he had a couple of Play good games, too. too. Yeah, yeah, so I think, yeah, I, I quite like this Nuggets squad. Um, also, real quick, while we're on them, uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s extension. What, yes. did, what, did you think, what did you think of it? I like it and I don't like it. Um, the talent is there. He can shoot. He's sixteen. He gets that shot up so easy. Like he, it's nearly KD. It's, it's not KD, yeah. but it's close. You know, like not many yeah. people are blocking a shot. Yes. What I do also like, he's improved on defense. Yeah. Rather than just being a no show yeah. altogether. So the potential's there. I sort of I like his rebounding. Yes, he's, he's always he's got been an underrated rebounder. Yeah, he's got a knack for it. Like I, when yeah. I see him around the rim, he sort of he he gets yeah. it. He's, yeah. He knows where it's going. He's got the eye for it. So yeah, that's sort of underrated because he can get stuck out on the perimeter, but when he's in there, he can mm. he can get it. Yeah. Um. So I think he's underrated in that area. Injuries so concern me, and as yeah. long as I have you heard the exact uh, criteria for his contract. For, I haven't, heard, I, I haven't heard if there's any injury clauses in it. Surely there's as, some Embiid ones in there. You, you would think so. Um, as far as I'm aware, 
I didn't I didn't see anything. So it could be in there and it just hasn't been mentioned. But all I read was that it's five years, two hundred and seven mil. It's a lot of money for basically this will be his third year. He missed his whole rookie year. He didn't play yeah. much in his in his actual rookie year. And then last year he came on. So it's it's big money, man, for a young guy that's yeah, largely unproven. Um, I've just read that it's going to be uh, while it's officially uh, five years, two hundred and seven mil. Uh, it sounds like that it's going to be more likely five years, one hundred and seventy-two mil, which makes me think that there is some sort of clauses that maybe he won't hit or something like that. Yep, some bonuses and things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've always been pretty critical of Michael Porter Jr. Um, I do think he's trying harder on defense, which is which is huge. Um, his rebound, I think he's a very underrated rebounder. Like you said, when he's trying to get them, he's very good at getting them. Um, sometimes he, I think the biggest thing is his intelligence or lack thereof. Is his basketball IQ, I should say. Um, well, you could go off on another tangent yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll avoid that other tangent. It's, it's low-hanging fruit. It's too easy. You know, I could, you know, there's only one shot he's met that he didn't like. Uh, but everyone's <laughs> made that joke on Twitter, so I won't. But his on his his basketball IQ is low. Um, there was a play last season where they were down by two and they had a fast break. And instead of cutting to the basket, no, it was a, it was a it was a two on one situation. Um, I believe Will Barton had the ball. Maybe it was like Gary Harris before he got traded, um, and the defender came out on him. But instead of cutting to the hoop to send the game to overtime, have an open layup, uh, Will Barton cut to the three point line to the corner, and the pass got deflected, and Denver lost the game. Mm. You know, uh, you you take the sure thing. Was it? No, it was Jamal Murray because he tweeted about it after the game. That's right. Yes, it was, it was, it was 100% Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. He tweeted the shot after the screenshot of the play after the game and basically called Michael Porter Jr. out. Um, so, yeah, there, and there's there's other instances of that, taking terrible shots at times. Um, you know, he only averaged like one assist a game last year, which is <laughs> which is which is bad. Like yeah. even even for a shooter, that's bad. Like you. You can usually, with someone like Jokic on your team, you should be able to get a couple of assists just by accident. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and there's the health concerns as well. But if he can stay healthy and he continues to develop, um, I do think it's a good signing. I do like that Denver extended him and Aaron Gordon, um, basically going forward with this core. Yeah, they're confident in it, aren't they? Yeah. With, uh, with these contracts. And they've, they've, gotten, they've gotten unlucky the last two years with uh, injuries to Jamal Murray, basically. Hmm. So yeah, no, I I like I like what they've done. Um, I, yeah, I I do think the money's maybe a little steep, but I think it's necessary. Cool. So I I, I like that they're going forward with this call. Yeah, same year. I think they've sort of un, been underrated a bit here in Nuggets getting into the season. They have, yeah. People like Jokic just won the MVP and nobody talks about him. Like he's the most. I don't want to say maybe disrespected is the right word. Sort of, eh? Like, yeah. It's, it's nearing that, at least. Yeah, like, uh, nobody's giving Jokic his respect, despite the fact he just won an MVP. 
Like it, it's it's insane to me. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Hmm. I, I think he's like acknowledged well in like analytics and and like the smarter yeah type of NBA crowd. It's probably the mainstream media which sort of underrates him a bit here. Yeah, and it doesn't help when shows like The Jump and shit were always fucking questioning his credibility and of of being the MVP and well, you know, guys like to those shows. Wind Horse and, and old Captain Unemployed, uh, Rachel Nichols and things like that, um, you know, all, all basically doubting him and gobbing on LeBron and, yeah, when, when Jokic was the runaway MVP. Yeah. 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 And he was. Um, more Pistons. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Uh, this is interesting. This is going to be interesting I, to see what you do. There's I lots think of there's options only, here, I think. Yeah. I do think there's only one spot I'm unsure of. Um, mm. Now, I do think that you guys are still fully in the rebuild mode. I think you're going to develop talent. So my yes. lineup is Killian Hayes and Cade Cunningham. I don't know which way you put them, but those those two in the backcourt, uh, Sadiq Bay, Jeremy Grant, and Beef Stew, Isaiah Stewart. That's my five. Well, you nailed my five too. That's exactly I, how I'll do it. The only thing I could think is maybe you'd start Olenek if you wanted a veteran in the starting lineup, but Jeremy Grant probably qualifies as a veteran, doesn't he? Yeah, he's been around. Yeah, so I Six, think I think you have Olenek as the, the come-off-the-bench-and-score and guy. You got him and like Frank Jackson as your two scorers off the bench, um, but I think I think that starting lineup, the at least four out of the five are locks, um, and then yeah, the the Olenek, Isaiah Stewart. I think Isaiah Stewart should definitely start, but you know some people might start Olenek because he's especially because of what he did in Houston, where he was like insanely good. What I do like about our squad, even though it's young and largely inexperienced, there's a lot of interchangeable positions yeah, here for, yeah. for players. Like we could drop Hayes, we could to the bench, put yeah. Cunningham in and, um, as sort of the main ball handler. And, yeah. you know, you could even promote a Frank Jackson like alongside Cade as just like a, as the scorer, you know, and we'll start Alinek and Stewart both in, as and move it down, put City Bat yeah. two type thing. Go and Grant at the three, and you know, yeah. like mm. we've got options. Like Josh yeah. Jackson can come and slot in, and like yeah. yeah, we've got options. So I I I think there's going to be some bumps along the way, just in terms of development, because it just always happens with young players. But I think you guys have the makings of a really good squad. Yeah, I hope so. I yeah. really do. I yeah. think we've got talented guys here, and yeah, and obviously. At least a couple of them are going to get traded and move on, and hopefully we can bring in a, a decent vet or something like that, mm. and and before the trade deadline or next off season or something like that. So, yeah, we'll be looking probably to get another good draft pick and and just play our young guys again. Yeah, but nah, I, I totally agree with your starting lineup. That's exactly how I'll do it. Uh, Golden State for me. <laughs> It's another player in question here, but we'll count Wiggins as, as being available for every yeah, game. Yeah, we just pretend that there's no mandates for, yeah. for the, the purpose of this exercise, I think. Yeah. Okay, so Hall of Fame backcourt is Curry and Clay. Yeah. Clay, if Clay's healthy, ready to roll, Clay's yeah. starting. So if Clay, I think he's going to miss a little bit of the start of the season. So who would you put in the shooting guard if, 
with Clay out. So if Clay is out, um, I sort of really want to put in Paul. Yeah. Jordan Paul. That's what I. Yeah. Um, I think Wiggins is your starting three mm. in the squad, and then it's Draymond, and then it's Wiseman. I think you have to show the faith in Wiseman. You picked him number two. Keep him on. He could go the Solovin and Looney. I just want to see give Wiseman a bit of confidence. Let him let him get yeah. some minutes under his belt. You know, like don't destroy this. Like, I mean, he could be the type of player that just like hang on, let's take some pressure off you and start you off the bench. But I, from all the talent that he's been talked about to have, I'd start him. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I'd do. But yeah, if, if when Clay's up, he slots straight in there. And then if he's not, I'll start Jordan Poole at the two. Yep. Yep. Or do uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty much the same. Um, yeah, obviously Steph and Clay, um, Wiggins, Draymond, Wiseman. I, I agree with you on Wiseman. I think I think there were times when Kerr was way too hard on him last year. Yes. And it probably did stunt his, his confidence a bit and his development a bit. Um but I also am under the impression that uh, Kaminga and, and Wiseman are basically going to be trade pieces and the Warriors are going to hunt for a veteran. Um, Quite possible. I, I don't know who, but you know, if a big name becomes available, I think they're positioning themselves to have a couple of young assets to throw at as such a team. Like, uh, you know, there's a certain uh, centre in Minnesota who's unhappy with some moves that were just made. Man, yeah. So, you know, imagine imagine Cat on the Warriors. That's pretty nuts if you like, think about it. Holy shit. Like Cat like, and Draymond, that's yeah, Draymond's like, sort of the perfect guy to have alongside Cat. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's scary. That would be so, scary. So, you know, <laughs> like I, I I do think maybe that's what the imagine if they send Andrew Wiggins back to Minnesota <laughs> just to make the money work. Wiggins, uh, Kaminga and Wiseman, would you do that for Cat? I mean, if I'm Minnesota, no. Unless if Cat says, "Hey, I want out, send me away," then I would I would consider it. Although I'd try and maybe do a three teamer and get Wiggins somewhere else. Fuck, bring Kevin Love back. Send Wiggins to Cleveland. Bring Kevin Love back. <laughs> I know Otto Porter has been bad of late, but is he sort of like the perfect guy to slot in at the this, three there this, instead of this Wiggins? Is the perfect. This is the perfect team for him. Yes, if if Wiggins is unavailable. Um, I would start Porter rather than Kaminga uh, because yes, the Warriors so are going to want to. They're going to want to win. You, yeah. you let if you're going to keep Kaminga, you let him develop at his own pace. I don't think you throw him straight in the deep end. Um, and and Porter, you know, like he's going to be if Clay's there, Clay and Steph are there, he's going to be wide open and he's a very good shooter when he's healthy. Yeah, and just sit in the corner and yep, fire and up just get open shots. threes all day. And then Bielitsa as well. Like, I mean, he's obviously going to be coming off the That's bench. Deep. Still got Agadala, yeah. you got Moses yeah. Moody, you got Juan Toscano Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Looney. Nah. Like, it's it's a deep team. If they're all yeah. healthy, man, they're um they just signed, back back up there. Yeah, they just signed Langston Galloway as well, who yeah, I, I solid. I think's a very solid vet. Uh Avery Bradley, I I don't know if he's even still got anything left, to be honest, but may as well see. Um yeah. someone who I, I follow a few Warriors fans on Twitter, and a guy that 
I think he had a late spurt with them last year. Um, who's getting a lot of support from them uh, from the fans is Gary Payton Jr. I'd love to see him get a regular role on a team. He's bounced around everywhere, and I mean Gary Payton's from Oakland, so I'd, I'd love to see Payton stick around on this team. Yeah, I, I don't know if it'll happen because, like you said, they're quite deep, but it would be very fucking cool. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Houston Rockets for me now. No, I think it's me. Oh, is it? Did it I do the Warriors? Yeah, yeah, I had I had Detroit. You had the Warriors. So it's me. Okay, it's you. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say uh, something here, but yeah, you go ahead. Oh, this one's this one's interesting. Uh, I don't think John Wall's getting any playing time. I think he's sitting out the year until he agrees to a buyout. So you're not starting. No. I'm not starting him. No. Uh, okay. I'm starting a guy who I wouldn't have thought, but he said himself he's a point guard, is Kevin Porter Jr. 50 points last year. Yep, yep. Uh, on Drew as well. 50 points on Drew Holiday, one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. It's insane. Yep. So That's I'm starting good. him. I got him. I got, obviously, the second overall pick, Jalen Green. Uh, Jay Sean Tate showed some stuff last year. I really like him. Uh, I'm going Kenya Martin Jr. at the four. And I'm going Christian Wood at the five. Kenyon Martin Jr. at the four. Yeah, they, I mean they don't really have much else. I, I did think about Sengun. If they want to fully rebuild, Sengun might be the guy. Um, but I just I I love uh Kenya Martin Jr.'s energy. I think yeah. he's a good hustle player, and uh, yeah, you let him run and see what he can do. Yeah, I'm, I was more thinking um, start Sengun at the five and Wood at the four. Um, because I think I think Jason and Tate sort of does what Kenny Martin Jr. does. Are they a bit too similar yep. for yep. me? Yep. Still, I don't mind it. Mm. And I know I do agree. I think Wall hardly plays. I think he is traded somewhere. Um, yeah, KB, KBJ and Jalen Green. Eric Gordon's your veteran off the bench. Who I also think is traded somewhere. Yeah, he surely is. Yeah. Like, yeah. The Rockets are much like us, the Pistons. Really, yeah. Um, so yeah, you want to play all these young guys and just develop them. And yeah. Now, do you think Christian Wood gets traded? No. He said he said he wanted to play for a winner last year. That's why he left the Pistons. And then he ended up on a team that's eh? arguably worse. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be interesting to see if he's happy there. I mean, if he, I, I have a feeling I could be wrong. Maybe I'm making assumptions, but I have a feeling that. Overall, Christian Wood is happy if he's getting his shots up. I, I don't, think I so. Don't, I don't think I, he actually cares about winning. Yeah, I got if that impression when yeah. he was in Detroit. I wasn't. Yeah. If he's like, getting, oh, you lost Christian Wood. I was like, nah, I'm not too fast, actually. I mean, I mean, I do think it, it was surprising that you guys lost him at such a low price. Mm. But, you know, if, if you wanted to develop your young guys and he's going to be unhappy, why would you sign him? Why would you re-sign him? Yeah. So there's definitely uh, yeah questions in this front court. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I think again, like the it's funny because everyone dogged the Rockets, including myself, after the Harden trade, because they basically turned James Harden into uh, three months of Kelly Olynyk, <laughs> um, when they could have just had Karis Levert because they sent Oladipo away, um, but. Like I, they've got some really good pieces on this team. 
and they've got guys they can trade. I don't think you're going to get any value back for John Wall, but I think Eric Gordon uh, for the right contender, I think you get something back. Uh, I think someone like Daniel House, who I, is probably uh, expendable now when you've got Tate and and Martin there. Mm. Um, you know, you'll get something for him, even if it's like a second round pick or something like that. Um, he's still D- usable, but yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah, what you mean. I think I think he's expendable though. Um, yep. Yeah, like, uh, I I kind of like what they've done. I think they're you know, years away from being something again, but I think they've done a better rebuilding job than people gave them credit for. Yeah, much much right. like you guys, I think there's a lot of similarities between the Rockets and the Pistons. Yeah, there is. There is. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. I had yeah. some shocker games in there, but oh, be fun. No, I don't doubt it. Like with <laughs> Kevin Porter Jr. starting at point guard, if that's what happens. I absolutely don't doubt there's going to be some games where he has 30 shots and no assists. Yeah, Jalen Green, I think, is going to be a bit like that too. Yeah. But I think he has been underrated as a passer so far, what I've heard and seen. So I've only seen a little bit of him. He's a scorer, man. He's a baller. Yeah. He's a hooper, not a a basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. Indiana, Pacers. Uh, going the tried and true bigs here, Turner and Sabonis. Yeah, just has to be. The, yep. the, both of them are too talented not to be on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, still no signs of Turner getting traded, but now he has to start there. Um, TJ Warren having that three. Yeah, proved his worth two years ago. Had a pretty interrupted season, just gone. Uh, Brogdon's a lock as one of the starting guards. Now, Levert is in a bit of trouble injury-wise again. He's, he's injured again, yeah. But I would start him if healthy at the two. 100%. He's just, yeah, too talented too. Yeah, if if he's injured, who do you start? This one's a bit tougher, but I'm actually going Jeremy Lamb. Interesting. I was thinking Justin Holiday, but well, even... You know, even Tory Craig, like just depending on on your lineups, but you still haven't said the guy who I would start. Uh, would you start McConnell and Brogdon? Yeah, that's that's who I would start. Yeah, mm. if if Levert's out, I I put McConnell in there. Very good um, assist numbers for McConnell. Um, not the scorer, but again, doesn't really have to be with. If, if Warren's healthy and Brogdon's going and Sabonis is going, yeah, you don't need McConnell to score. Um, but yeah, very good passer, um, good defender, very good with steals, good timing with his steals. So yeah, I'd I'd go with him. Turned into a pretty decent fantasy player too. Yeah, yeah, very underrated fantasy player. Yeah, he had a great season. Triple double with steals, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, points I'm, points assist steals. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Look that up. Um, well, I'll look it up when you you. Say how you're going to start your Los Angeles Clippers lineup. Now Kawhi, obviously too. Okay, so he's in a bit of trouble um, for a while. Do, 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 do. Okay, so when healthy, obviously Kawhi Leonard is starting. It's completely obvious. Uh, yeah, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, uh, locks. Um, Batum played well for them, starting at the four. So I think they just roll with that. Um, yep. 
and I think Abaka at the five when he's healthy. Is he? Did he just have surgery, or did I dream that? Did I make that up? No, I think something's happened with Abaka. I think is his back injured? Is he? Did he injure his back or something? I I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking making that up. I'm sure I saw something about it. But if if Abaka yeah. can't start, then it's um, Zubats. But if if everyone's healthy, uh, yeah, no, he has. He's got a severe back injury. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but okay. Everyone healthy. I go Reggie Jackson, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Nicholas Batum, Serge Ibaka. Uh, if Ibaka's out, Zubats is in. If Kawhi is out, that's a bit harder. I think I move Paul George to the three and I start Terrence Mann. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, he he balled out in the playoffs. I think you've got to give him a chance to see what he can do um, if, if Kawhi's out for a while. Yeah, I like that. Man's going to be pretty good, I think. Yeah. Good hustle. Yeah, he can score. He can do a bit of everything. He's really good. Yeah. He's going to make up for Pat Bev not being you too, I think. Yeah. And I think Eric Bledsoe's a better defender uh, than Reggie. But I think Reggie, again, in the playoffs, he was he was huge for them. And I think I think you got to reward that and, and let him start. And then it's his job to lose is, is my way, I think. Yeah, I have to agree. I have to agree with you. Um, they've also picked up Harry Giles. Yes. So I just want to see him more minutes. Just play him, play him, please. Um, yeah. Don't play Hardenstein. Play Giles. Come on. Um, he, just, he just needs a chance, eh? Not yeah. Giles. Just need, well, it needs to stay healthy. And once yeah. he's healthy, he needs a chance. Because there's definitely potential there. For sure. Um, they also got Justice Winslow. I'm curious to see how they use him. I like that. There's a lot of shooting around him. You know, yeah, if you yeah. have a Barker or a Giles or, or even Batum at, you know, or, yeah. or Marcus Morris, Marcus Morris yeah. at the five, you know, you can put Winslow in at the three or yeah. the four and yeah. let him just do a bit of playmaking and stuff. So, yeah. I, yeah, I point, like that. Point, point Winslow was was a, definitely a legit thing in Miami for a while. It was. Yeah. It was. A beating teams. Hmm. So. Yeah, I, I kind of like what the Clippers have done. So just just to reiterate your lineup, what what exactly are you going here? Okay, everyone healthy. Okay. Yep. Uh, so it's Kawhi in. Yep. So Reggie, Paul George, Kawhi, Batum, Ibaka. Yep. And if Kawhi isn't playing, uh, I then it's Reggie, Terrence Mann, Paul George, Batum, Ibaka slash Zubac if Zubac if if Ibaka's out. Yeah, I like that. I, I sort of like Kamad as that sort of six-man type player in this Yeah, lineup. yeah. Well, he can – I mean, he can kind of play your backup point as well. He's a very good yeah. passer. Um, and then he can shoot as well. He can play off the ball too. So, yeah, he's a good six-man. Well, Marcus Morris would be the six-man, but he's a good seventh-man. Yeah, I know what you mean. Or the Clippers, uh, you know, historically seem to have two six-men, as would be evidenced <laughs> by the award nomination. So, yeah, 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 so they, they got – maybe they're both six-men. <laughs> uh, just going back to uh, TJ McConnell definitely did have a triple double with steals yep. uh, 16 points 13 assists, 10 steals a block and nice. 4 boards against the Cavs and a win well done TJ McConnell the, the, I think the, the NBA record for steals in a game is only 12 yeah uh, Ken, sure Kendall, Kendall Gill, Gill. 
Yeah, and one other, and one other guy. Yeah, yeah. Two guys on it. 12 steals. I was going to say Daniel Marshall, but he he used to hold the three record before Kerry yeah. and Clay went off. Uh, the Lakers for me. Oh, it's so 11 you, is the record. Larry Keenan is the other guy. I don't even know Larry who that is. Keenan and Kendall Bill. Yeah, Larry Keenan, 1976. That's why I don't remember it. <laughs> and Kendall Bill in about 92 or something. 99 he did it for the Nets. I actually oh, remember a lot later game. in his career. Yeah, I, I fully remember that game. And then heaps of people on 10. Uh, TJ McConnell, uh, Rich Williams. Lou Williams had 10 steals in 2018. Oh, wow. Payton, GP, the gloves. Uh, Draymond Green. Uh, I don't see Payton. Jordan's in there with 10. Uh, Fat Lever, Clyde Drexler, Alvin Robertson twice. Jordan again. Alvin Robertson. Oh, Alvin Robertson four times. Oh, wow. Just could never crack the 11 or 12. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin Johnson, Clyde Drexler again, uh, Mookie Blaylock, Michael Finley, Brandon Roy. Wow, so no Roy Payton. and Finley. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so no Peyton. But... And Draymond. Did I say Draymond? I think I said Draymond. Yeah, you said Draymond. I think that was his quadruple game, but he didn't get it in points. He had nine points yes, or eight yes, points. That's, that's right. <laughs> no, he had four points because it would have been a five by five because right. he had five blocks. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. The um, one he I, failed on his points. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and Ron Harper was there as well for Cleveland ah, yeah. back in the Ah, yeah. Nice. He's beast mode in Cleveland. Holy shit. Michael Carter-Williams has nine steals in a game. Yeah, I that's, knew he had a high one. That's gross. That's in his rookie season too. Yeah, he, he was putting up numbers in his rookie season. Yeah, I know he was, but it's gross. <laughs> um, the Lakers. The Lakers. This is interesting. There's three locks in the starting lineup, right? Yeah. The big three. Yeah. LeBron, AD, Westbrook. Now, what you do aside from these three is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. You must have another guard in there. Alongside yes. Westbrook. And I'm going Wayne Ellington. Interesting. I just think he's the better shooter out of all these guys on the bench, including Malik Monk. I think Ellington's the better shooter. He can get oh, I'd, shot. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Totally. I, like I, think, Monk, I think Monk is an underrated shooter, but I, Ellington agreed. is by far a better shooter. Definitely. Now, this is the interesting thing. I'm putting AD in at the five. As it should. I just cannot stand starting Dwight or DeAndre Jordan in the NBA anymore. 100% agree. So that leaves LeBron James in a forward squat. Yeah. And I'm putting in old man Ariza. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not putting Mello in. Yeah. I don't don't hate it. I was thinking it could be Mello. But, you know, he can just stand in the corner sort of thing. Hmm. Which he, he, he utilised quite well in, in Portland. But, yeah, I, I just think it's Ariza sort of fits that lineup better to me. Like, yep. you need, like, with, with Westbrook, James, and AD, these guys need as many touches as possible. And, and Ariza can just be your PJ Tucker, obviously not as good on defence as PJ Tucker anymore. But he fulfils that role. If you did want to go a bit smaller, you could push in Baysmore. Then maybe you put in Horton Tucker instead. I think Baysmore, Horton Tucker work better together. Monk, 
I think they sort of have one too many guards here, the Lakers, yeah. and they sort of need to upgrade and for a big a wing. Yeah. yeah, a bigger a, wing. Yeah, bigger wing, or or yeah. even a big. Um, yeah, so that's I mean, how I yeah. would do it. Yeah, uh, I mostly. You're probably agree. not going to start think, a razor, I think. I think Anthony Davis at the five is is an absolute must. I agree with you there. 100%. It has to, yeah. DeAndre Jordan is washed. Dwight Howard is incredibly inconsistent. Uh, neither of them should be starting on a championship level team. Um, I was leaning Mallow in the starting lineup, but you've convinced me of the reason. I I actually really like it. Um, yeah. I don't think he does anything for you coming off the bench. Whereas if he's starting yes. with with Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, he doesn't need to score. Exactly. He can hit an he can hit an open three. He can grab a board and he can defend. I I'm completely converted on Ariza starting. Um, the only place I disagree, I do love Ellington. I do think they have too many guards. I I don't know how they're going to work this rotation. Someone deserving of playing time is going to miss out. Um, but I think that backcourt defense is not good enough when you have mm. guards in your division. De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Steph mm. Curry, Clay Thompson. Uh, I don't even remember who the other team is in that division, but like so you've got incredibly talented backcourts in that division. I think you need some defense. So I go Kent Bazemore over Wayne Ellington. Yep, well, I can live with that. I think I think it's a very interchangeable position for them, the guard. Yeah. And if you go against a team with a like a weaker backcourt, then I think you can put in Ellington and get that that more shooting up. Mm. Um, I mean, Horton Tucker makes a good case too to start alongside. Yes. Yeah, 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 a hundred percent. He he had some pretty big game uh, last season. I think he's got real potential, but I do think it's going to be a trade piece. I think they're going to try and swing a big trade uh, once yeah, they can. Once surprising. they can trade like Monk or Nunn. I think like Nunn and Horton Tucker get packaged in a in a trade for I don't know who, but that's sort of my thinking because I I agree with you they've got too many guards and not enough wings, or even yeah they they Penny Davis is at the five then I think the the big man situation like be DeAndre and Dwight are fine as as backups I don't think you need to go get an all star center nah but nah. A, a, a more reliable wing player um. Yeah, someone like Robert Covington would be absolutely perfect. Yeah. I don't think Portland's giving him up, but he would be perfect. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies. All right. New team for the big, big Kiwi. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's going to be loved. Like, he's the exact type he's of perfect. player. Yeah, he's the exact type of player that they go for. Um, I've even seen, because, again, for some reason, Warriors fans and Grizzlies fans are, like, the ones that I follow the most on Twitter, uh, just mm-hmm. by chance. Um, and yeah, I when the trade happened, a lot of people were shitting on it. Like, how could you trade Valanciunas for for Stephen Adams? And and then they've just seen him doing media and things <laughs> like that. And they just, just in love with him uh, all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, there's one uh, chick who on Twitter who's who's quite uh, a well known uh, Memphis media person, Molly Morrison. You might yes. know her. Yeah. Uh, she's been fully converted as a Stephen Adams fan <laughs> after after he's his media. Really them all already. Yeah. So, yeah, he. I think he's going to be perfect there. I think he's going to be loved there. He's going to become a Memphis hero. Um, ja, obviously a lock. Uh, Dylan Brooks is a lock as well. I think 
as much as I clown on him, I think if he can get his shot selection issues sorted, I think he's got a legitimate case for most improved this year. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, I, like uh, it. I, I do. I think he's got a legitimate case. Um, I don't really like it, but I think I'm going to start slow-mo, Kyle Anderson. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's he, he had a couple of big games, and he does a little bit of everything for them. Yeah. It's, but it's, I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. And the thing is, on their roster, I don't know who else they have that you can start there without making them to, like Desmond Bain, but they make him too small. De'Anthony Melton again makes him a bit too small. Um, I mean, you could Jarrett Culver, but he's got even less offense than than Kyle Anderson. Um, yeah, it sounds on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., my son's favorite player. He's starting at power forward. Hopefully, he's got his health issues sorted. Um, and then, yeah, the big Kiwi. Yeah, I like it. And I have to actually agree, not a slow-mo fan, but it makes the most sense for the squad. Um, and give Brandon Clark some more minutes this year, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I, if it's off the bench, just I hope they, more minutes. I really hope they fired the dude that fucked up his jump shot. Oh, yeah, fucked him up last year. It, I was really, really disappointed. He was a legitimately good shooter in his rookie season. He was shooting like 63% from the floor and like a good clip from three. And then last year, he was just, it was bad. Yeah. And I, I, I really like him. So I really do hope he comes in and, and sorts it out. Because, um, yeah, he could get good minutes as, as the backup four slash five. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Tillman's good too. I like Tillman. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah. Clark needs some minutes. Yeah, he does. Ah, the Miami Heat. My turn, isn't it? Yes. For the Heat? Yeah. So you're locking Lowry, you're locking Jimmy Butler, you're locking Bam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, three. Three biggies. Then I'm locking in Duncan Robinson. Yeah, that's what I'd do. So him or Jimmy Butler, the two or three, doesn't really matter. Mm. And I'm starting PJ Tucker at the four. And you got one of the toughest, grittiest lineups in the league right there. Yeah, you can just ease Oladipo into this lineup. Mm. I think he's not going to be starting um, or playing minutes at all at the start of the season. Um, Tyler Hero is your sixth man here. You bring in some vets off the bench. You know, you Markeith, Deadman, guys like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this lineup's pretty obvious. I mean, obviously, Hero's got the potential to to work his way into the starting lineup, but I just like Robinson in there with guys yeah, like and you, you know, they just Butler paid and Lowry. Him. They just yeah. paid him, so. Five years, 70 mil, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Four years, 70. Um, yeah, and, and Tucker makes sense there, too. Yeah. And yep. just a great defensive lineup. Apart mm. from Duncan Robinson, but everyone else just so tough. Yeah, everyone else can make up for him. Uh, what would you do here? Uh, yeah, I'm the same. Um, yeah, I am exactly the same. I think if you wanted to get more offense in there, you could you could bench PJ, and you could actually go small and put Jimmy at the four and start Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. Um, mm. But obviously that, that hurts defensively. Uh, but if you wanted to to get some points up, or Oladipo, if he comes back looking like his old self, then I think if he does that, you have to get him in that starting lineup. Um, 
but I, I I think those days are gone. Sadly, I think I think he can be a serviceable vet now, um, but I don't think he's going back to All Star or Depot. Uh, but yeah, overall, I think your lineup is is the lineup, and I do think it's it's pretty straightforward. Agreed. Uh, On to the defending champions, the Bucks. Yeah, I, think I think this, this line is pretty locked in too. Yep, I think it's a hundred percent straightforward. I don't think there's any reason to really think it too much. It's it's Drew, it's Divincenzo, uh, it's Middleton, it's Giannis, it's Brook Lopez. Why change a winning formula, man? Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's not too much else here I can add. Um, maybe Grayson Allen, maybe for Dante, depending. But the yeah. Both quite similar players, actually. Yeah. I Patty think, uh, C for a bit of energy off the bench. Yeah. I think I think Grayson is a better scorer and Dante's a better rebounder slash defender while also being a decent scorer. So mm. I, I, I think it's Dante. I think Dante's hype was overblown a bit. Yes. There were some people saying he's a future star. I don't see that, but I do see him as a serviceable 3 and D guy who can also grab some boards. And that's all Milwaukee needs. Yep. Agreed. Um, but I, I really like the moves they made. I don't like Simi Ojale. I, I, the replacing PJ <laughs> Tucker with him, I think there could have been someone better. But Rodney Hood, Grayson Allen, George Hill, great pickups. Yeah, agreed. All right, Timberwolves time. Now, this this is a little bit interesting for me. Um, I think there's one open spot. Well, there's really two open spots here. But you, to me, you have to start Towns, obviously, is your main yeah. star. Mm-hmm. Edwards deserved his spot after a yeah. great rookie season. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a wing spot and, and the big sorted. Mm. Um, I think D, you have to start D'Lo in the backcourt here, and it's who yeah. do you put alongside him, and I'm putting Pat Bev. Yep. Pat Bev makes sense. He's going to bring defense, but a bit of veteran leadership, even though it can be pretty grubby, as Pat Bev does. But you know he doesn't he doesn't need to stop the ball. He'll he'll he's much like a Alonzo Ball. He'll keep the ball moving. He'll take an open shot that he's pretty decent at, and you know he's just the glue guy in this team. Um, Malik Beasley's too much like De- D'Angelo Russell, so Beasley goes into the six man role for me. And then really it's just a matter of who do you like better out of um, Jalen McDaniels and Jared Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. And I think you can go, you can just swap either. I'm actually so 50 50 on these two guys that it doesn't really matter to me. Um, you can just go and match up. And, and the other one is actually Torin Prince. You can actually start yeah. him too. So he's a little bit smaller, more more a wing than, than Vanderbilt and McDaniels are more more big. Um, so depending on the matchup there too. So, But I think I think you have to start Pat Bev D Lowe as your backcourt. Edwards. Then one of one of those guys, McDaniel's, Vanderbilt, or even Prince, and then Cat. That's what I'll do. Yeah, yeah, uh, I do agree mostly. I think I think McDaniel's probably ahead of Vanderbilt personally. I think he's a yep. better scorer. Um, I don't, I, I haven't seen enough of them to know how far apart they are defensively, but I know McDaniel's is a better shooter, which you might not need it with this Minnesota team, but like. You know, more shooting can't hurt. Yeah, shooting's uh, always good. Yeah, um, I do agree. Edwards at the small forward, Cat obviously at centre, 
And I completely agree with your backcourt of Pat Bev and Dilo. Um, I actually quite like it, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't like Russell as a point guard. I like him as off-ball. Um, I, I think this is all moot because I do believe that Minnesota is going to be the team that trades for Ben Simmons once Pat Bev can be traded. And I think it's going to be Beasley and Pat Bev that go, and maybe maybe Vanderbilt that go for mm. uh, for for Ben Simmons. Uh, um, and I think Ben Simmons is like Draymond, a near perfect fit next to Towns, as long as his attitude is right. That is yet to be seen. Yeah, yeah. But if no no trade in place, I think it is Pat Bev, D'Lo, Edwards, McDaniel's cat. I like it. Um, this next team's going to struggle, I think. The Pals. Mm. Um, it's me. Yeah, yeah. I think this. Yep, yeah, it's you. And I think there's some obvious selections, but mm. let's hear what you have to say about the Pals starting lineup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I. I just. I don't like the way this team is built. To be it's honest. weird. It's weird, I isn't it? I don't. I don't like it at all. Um, they, there's good players, but they just do not fit together. But I think, to be honest, I think the starting forward, uh, starting lineup is pretty straightforward, minus one position. But I'm going Valanciunas at centre, Zion, obviously, Brandon Ingram, obviously, uh, um, Devontae at point guard, and the two guard is out of two people. Uh, but I'm leaning Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Mm, I, like so I, I think... Yeah, give him a chance to shine. He he had some massive games last season too. Uh, Josh Hart's a very good rebounder. Um, I think you're better served having that come off the bench rather than having it in there with Valanciunas and Zion. Hmm. I'm really worried about that team defensively. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think... It, it looks yeah. like a sieve. Yes. Yes, Zion <laughs> needs to drastically improve there. Valanciunas is going to shore things up in the middle a little bit, but I mean... You know, they had Adams there last year too, and it didn't help their team defense. And he's a good defender as well. Uh, Graham is notoriously bad. Uh, yeah, Brandon Ingram is not great. And yeah, Zion. Walker, not great. Yeah, yeah, and Zion hasn't shown the potential he showed in college. Yeah, I so. think there's quite a case for Hart at the two, even though I really like Mikhail Alexander Walker. Yeah. But like, I could see him as your six man type dude. I can, I just feel the need for a guy like Hart in that starting lineup. Um, yeah. You know, he's going to hustle a bit more, play a bit more defense, things like that. You could um, also go Garrett Temple if you really wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Another, he's uh, good a good, good vet, good shooter. Um, not as good a rebounder, but a pretty good Well, Sadarinsky well. too, even. Sadarinsky yeah, and Gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sadarinsky sort of your bigger point guard, but yeah. can play a bit of off-ball too. Um, I just hate the lineup, Matt. So do I. I don't so like the roster. So do I. I hate it. I don't like this team at all. Uh, and I think they wasted a whole season last season hiring Stan Van Gundy. Like, I, I love Stan Van Gundy, but it was yeah. the worst fit possible. For sure. Agreed. Uh, right, me next, is it? Yep, it's you. The New York Knickerbockers. This is an interesting one. I think there's a few possibilities. Well, a couple. Not a few. A couple. Okay, let's lock in. Let's lock in my. I think there's three guys that are locks to start here. Yes, I would agree with that. Julius Randle. Yes. RJ Barrett. Yes. And Kemba Walker. Yes, absolutely. 
Now, I'm going Nulens Newell as the starting centre. I would do the same. Mitchell Robertson still has consistency issues, injury and playing wise yeah. for me. Yeah, he will. I will say for for Mitchell Robinson last year before he got hurt, his foul numbers were right down because that was one of his biggest things. Yeah, it was terrible for that. Yeah, yeah uh, his whole thing was was picking up fouls, but he um, his foul numbers were right down last year. He just yeah, obviously just can't stay healthy. Yeah, so I'm starting to well. He's the proven guy, yep. I think. But yep. Robinson could take that over if he gets his shit together. I would, yep. So, yeah, Noel's my big for me. And then starting at the two, this was, this is quite tough for me, mm-hmm. but I have to go Fournier. I think he's getting the money. Yeah. He, he's a good scorer. He can do a bit of most stuff. And he, and he just fits in better. Um, then, a, like, a Kimber plus Rose or a Kimber plus Quickly or Quickly plus Rose backcourt scares me defensively. Yeah, defensively even though absolutely. Tibbs has this team playing good defense. Yeah. Um, so those three guards here, I just don't know how they work that rotation out. Tibbs is going to have a bit to do on the defensive end there of those guards. But Fournier to me is sort of the better fit alongside Kimber here. And then, yeah, RJ, I think he's going to lock in that three. Now, my Burke, and Burks isn't too far behind Fournier for me. I yeah, think Burks they do a good. lot of I the same stuff. Very, very underrated veteran. Yeah. But Burks and Fournier are quite interchangeable for me in this, this lineup. So, But I have to go Fournier. He's, he's the guy you paid. He's, he's a better, bit better scorer than Burks. And, um, yeah, and, and I think they'll need some scoring still in this team. Um. Yeah, quickly Rose and more bench type players for me. Yeah. Um, I still don't like the combination of Walker, Rose, and Quickly. I think they're a lot. They do a lot of the same stuff. They're very similar players. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see Quickly maybe even getting moved, depending on how you know if they want to sort of up a veteran. You know, I, I do think they from. need a better uh, forward, backup forward. I think they need a bit. You know, right, right now, Obi Toppin again showed some spurts, but I don't. If if this team is serious about competing, you need someone that can come in now and contribute. And I don't know. If, I don't know if Toppin's there, and then their other forwards are Dwayne Bacon and Kevin Knox. And I, I love Dwayne Bacon. He's a very good shooter, but he doesn't give you anything else. And Kevin Knox should not be in the NBA. He's been bad. He hasn't shown any glimpses of anything. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I could see, I could see quickly, and uh, there's no way that Rose gets traded in, uh, from a Tibbs team. Nah, but I could see like a, a quickly and Toppin for a veteran forward type trade down the line. Agreed. Mm. Um, I do love the pickup of Kimber, and I'm not even being biased either. Like I, I, he, I mean, you know where I stand on. I think yeah. I, I've grown to dislike Boston fans because of the way they treated him. Like calling him washed, and he was one year removed from starting the All Star game. It's insane to me. Yeah, it's just the recency bias in the NBA is crazy. Yeah, so I'm hoping he gets to show out with less pressure on him in New York. He's a better fit in New York than he was in Boston. In his home city too. Exactly. So I'm I'm, the point guard. I'm I'm rooting for Kemba. I'm rooting for the Knicks because I'm rooting for Kemba. So yeah, cool. 
Yeah, not over the Hornet. So, but. <laughs> um, okay, see. Huh. This one is interesting. Yeah, a lot of positions up for grabs here. Yeah, yeah. There's only one lock, okay. really. Maybe two yeah, that's, or three. I think there's only one Depending. lock lock, and I think it's SGA. Yes. Uh, I'm going... I'm going full development here. I'm going Josh Giddy and SGA in the backcourt. Big, tall yep. backcourt. That's what I'm doing. Uh, I do like what Maladon did last year, but I just think OKC is they're 100% rebuilding. So yep. put in put in your high draft pick. They drafted him higher than everyone thought, so they're obviously high on him. So I don't think they're going to do that just to bring him off the bench. So. I'm going. I'm going. Giddy, SGA, uh, Lou Dort at small forward. I like uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you have to. He's um, a bit of a um, terrier. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a bit of a revelation. It just came out of nowhere and defended Harden in the playoffs a couple of years back better than anyone I've seen defend Harden. Well, very few bubble. people yeah. have defended him better than what Lou Dort did. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I so I, I think, I think if he can develop his shot, I think he's got a, a very good, very bright future ahead of him. Mm. Um, I really want to put Poku in it in, at the power forward, <laughs> but but I'm gonna go Basley. I think Basley's Basley's further along, but can still develop. So I think I think you go with him. I don't think you stunt his development for the benefit of Poku. Um, I think you go Baisley at the four. Uh, I think you have to have a veteran at the five. I'm, I'm go- I mean, to be honest, they don't have a five to develop, really. No, really. Um, like it, it's it's Muscala and it's Favors. So I'm going Favors. Good veteran five, smart player, will help out this young team. And then Muscala can come off the bench and chuck up threes. Yeah. So my final lineup, Giddy, SGA, Dort, Baisley, Favors. Well, guess what? This is exactly how I'd do it. Um, I think Maladon Giddy is pretty pretty close. Like, if I was going to change something, it'd probably be yeah. Maladon yeah. rather than Giddy. Yeah. And just ease a bit of pressure off Giddy. But as you said, they're, they're high on them. So, so, yeah, just chuck them in. Why not? You want to tank again, right? Yeah. Pressed exactly. It. Basically, he's sort of half proven himself, too. So, yeah, he's had some big games. I think, he, what, what did he average last year? Like, like thirteen and fourteen and seven, and seven. Like fourteen and seven. Like so, yeah, like yeah, uh, just under fourteen points and just over seven boards. Uh, hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, shooting needs to get better, but I think it will. Yep. He's, he's showing he can shoot. So yeah, no, I yeah, some some good potential in that lineup. It's, I don't like their rebuild. I mean, obviously the draft picks is amazing. Like they can go and get a star player whenever they want with all the draft picks they've got, um, but I don't. Apart from SGA, I, the the players they've got rebuilt, I don't think it's impre- as impressive as what Houston or Detroit have done. But I do, yeah. I mean SGA is incredible. So. Yeah, he is. They had to bench him because they were winning too many games. Yeah, yeah which is insane. <laughs> uh, right over to Orlando. The magic. Um, this was this was hard for me actually. Yeah, they they they've got some they've got some options at a couple of positions. Yeah, they do. But ultimately, I think he. 
this was really tough for me, but I think I'm thinking I'm starting Fultz as, as the point guard here. Interesting. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm starting Fultz, man. And then <laughs> this is getting more interesting for me. This one. Now starting Terrence Ross alongside him in the backcourt. Okay. Yeah, that is that is I'm interesting. Looking, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> then, <laughs> then I'm starting Jonathan Isaac at the three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Then <laughs> it's getting more and more interesting than my lineup. Right, where are you going now, my bum? <laughs> going Wendell Carter. Interesting. Whoa, shit. Okay. At the four, <laughs> and Mo Bamba at the five. This is very interesting. I know, and. I, I had to think about this one because there's a lot to break down here. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's just I don't know. I just like the look of that lineup. So starting that lineup, I'm sort of running like you remember the Grizz back in the 2000s under Hubie Brown. He had two mm. separate teams, right? Mm. This is my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So you sort of have that squad there. Mm. And they're sort of like your main squad. They're going to get a few more minutes. Yeah. Then the backup, you have Cole Anthony mm-hmm. and Gary Harris. Mm-hmm. Was, was minutes to RJ in mm-hmm. between. And then you have oh, and then you have sorry, and Suggs. Suggs is your main point guard of the team. Then Cole Anthony, Gary Harris, uh, Okiki, and Robin Lopez. Oh, and I'm missing what Franz are, Wagner. I was going to say, you got minutes for, for Franz Wagner there? You just dropped Robin Lopez. I don't think you set a backup three anyway. Oh, no, because you said... Did you yeah, I'm sort of Gary pushing Harris, Gary Harris, Harris to the three. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's what I'm the, doing. Now, Orlando's interesting because they've got a lot of players I like, but, again, the fit is very confusing. Um, yeah, I mean, you could do, you could really do a lot of different combinations here. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they trade Terrence Ross this year. Yeah, yeah, it's likely, isn't it? I think they commit to the rebuild. I, I really like him uh, as, uh, as a player and a person. He's hilarious. Say so if you're going young, right? If you're going to yeah. go young, right, and you know yeah. trade these guys, I, yeah. I do it completely different. Yeah, yeah. I'd go Suggs and Anthony. Then I'd go Isaac. Probably even might even go uh, Franz Wagner, mm. and then Wendell Carter. Yeah, like that's probably like your ideal lineup in a couple of years if you don't mm. get any other young guys in. Yeah. So yeah, you go completely different. But assuming these guys here, if they want to win games, I'm I'm going yeah. Yeah. Fultz, Ross, Isaac, Wendell Carter, and I don't know why I did Bamba. There's probably just a crazy. I think Bumba gets. Why not? Give I think Bumba's. I think Bumba gets traded. I would love. I was pushing for it last year. The Hornets to trade for Bumba. His value would be low. Chuck a couple second round picks and like one of our young centers, like uh, fucking Vernon Carey. Carey. Yeah. Nick Richards. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck Chuck one of them and and uh, like two or three second round picks at Orlando. Right. I think they take it, and he. You know, if he reaches his potential, he's a good interior defender, he's a good rebounder, and he can hit the three. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. 
So I was pushing for it last year. I'm going to continue pushing for it. He's obviously not in the Magic's plans by the sound of it. So I like it. I mm. really like that. If yeah. you guys could lend him. So yeah. where would you go anyway, Henry? Where would you go? Yeah, so I do think they're going to tank it. So yep. I'm so taking Gary Harris down. and Terrence Ross out of the starting lineup. Uh, I, I do think Ross gets minutes because they're going to showcase him. Uh, maybe Gary Harris gets minutes to see if he can bounce back a bit because I believe he's going to be expiring. So he should be able to net something on the trade market as well. But I'm going Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs. Uh, I'm going Jonathan Isaac. All uh, issues with him aside. Um, on the court, he's shown that he can be an incredible defender. Mm. Um Offensively, I don't know if he's there, but you've got to give him the chance. To, uh, I want to give minutes to Chuma or Keke. He played well uh, after Aaron Gordon was traded. Yeah, he looked good, man. He played, he played really well. And I go Wendell Carter Jr. starting at the centre. Yep. Um, but uh, again, I, I think you do a five-in, five-out. And I think the backup five is, is Fultz, Hampton, or Hampton slash Harris. You could Ross. actually even even move, use all three of those. You could put Harry, uh, Hampton at the point guard mm. position as well. Uh, and then Ross, uh, Franz, and Rolo. Yeah. Or if you want full offense, put Mo Wagner at center. Yep. There's, there's plenty of options here. The there, is, there is. Uh, uh, yeah, I do think they have a trade or two coming to make this team fit better. Because, mm. again, much like I said with the Lakers, but for different reasons, on this team, someone who ne- who deserves playing time is going to miss out just because of the way the team's built. Yeah, agreed. All right, Philly, what you going? Okay, okay. And you have to we just to start here. We have to rule out Ben Simmons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not starting. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done. He's not playing another game for them. So in that sense, uh, it depends on who he gets traded for, but we can't speculate that. Yeah. But you you would think who he gets traded for, you're going to get a point guard back who would probably slot in there. Um, but, but in the meantime... Yeah. I'm going Tyrese Maxey, Danny Green, Matisse Thibel, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. Drummond? <laughs> I thought about putting Drummond at point guard instead of to replace Ben. Oh, yeah. Dr- Drummond's already gone yeah. to yeah. Daryl Morey and said, you know... I, I, yeah. yeah I got don't it. listen to Doc Rivers, man. Just start me a yeah. point. Check out, check out my highlight plays. Um, yeah, I think Bible, he's another guy that if he develops a shot, he's going to be deadly because he's already so good defensively. Yeah. Um, he could develop. I don't think he's quite there yet, but he could develop into the best perimeter defender in the league, I think. Um, yes. Just how, how yep. dangerous he is there already. Uh, I... I, I Put Danny Green in to help Maxi defensively. Um, I think Maxi and Seth is pretty dangerous. Yes. yes. Yep. Um, so Seth comes off the bench and just jacks shot. I like so, it. Yeah, that that's uh that's 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 what I'd Yeah, I'm going exactly the same as you, man. Well, you know, well yeah, we don't know who's who's coming back for Simmons. Yeah, like it's it's bound to happen. Um, it's, Simmons it's, doesn't oh, want to play for them. Yeah, I think you can still get good value for him now. I don't think it's a Kevin Love or John Wall situation where you just sit them out because what else are you going to do? No one wants to trade for them. 
there are teams willing to trade for Ben Simmons. I think maybe Maury has to drop his standards just a little. Just uh, a bit. Yeah. But I think, you know, theoretically, you could push Sacramento for Halliburton um, and Bagley. I, you're not getting De'Aaron Fox. I don't know why people keep thinking De'Aaron Fox. It's not mm-hmm. happening. Sacra- I mean, I guess if any team's going to do it, it'd be Sacramento because they're fucking stupid. But I don't see De'Aaron Fox being traded. But I do think Halliburton is very gettable. Um, you could go Minnesota, get Malik Beasley. You could go... I mean, maybe Portland get CJ McCollum. I don't know if that's still on the table. Um, but it yeah, I, yeah, I think there would be a better lineup once you trade Ben, and I think Ben's gone as well. Yeah. That's there's there's no repairing this relationship. Yeah, it sounds like it. Eh? After reports going on, management at Philly flying out to meet him. Just didn't want to have a bar of it, really. Yeah, and, and Embiid. Didn't call him out today, but he said, you know, like uh, they questioned him at the media day about what he said at the end of last season about um, Ben not taking the dunk and passing out, and they ended up getting one point off a free throw. Uh, And he said, I didn't call him out. I didn't mention him by name, but what I said is literally what happened. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I would would say it exactly the same again. And then Ben said today uh, he can't play with Embiid anymore. He said it's not a beef thing. He just said it's run its course. Well, those were his exact words. It's run its course. It's done and dusted. Which is actually strange because Embiid and Ben together was uh, like a plus 15 when they played yeah. together. So it's like, you know, saying it doesn't work is, is actually factually incorrect. But mm. Whatever. He's made his mind up, so just fucking move him. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of hearing about him, to be honest. Maybe him join that. That cult that Kyrie's talking about. <laughs> uh, Western Conference Finals winners, finalists, Phoenix Suns. I think this is pretty straightforward. CP, Booker, uh, yeah. yeah. Kyle Bridges. Yeah. I'm going Jay Crowder and then Aiton. Cam Johnson, Crowder. Yeah. Quite interchangeable, but I'm going yeah. Crowder. Yep. And that's my squad. It's... Literally exactly what I'd do. The only, well, it's not a change because you didn't really suggest it, but the only other move I'd make is I'd bury Frank Kaminsky so far on the bench that no one could see him anymore. Yeah. That's it. But other than that, like, yeah, they're, they're running it back. Why change anything? The, exactly. only, only, the, only, the big, only big difference they made is uh, Landry Shamit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they brought campaign back, who was huge. Oh, they brought in Alfred Payton. Um, I hope he doesn't take minutes from Payne, to be honest. Payne is good. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, Cam Johnson. Again, it's uh, again you can use the three man rotation with Bridges, Crowder, Johnson. Like just have two of those three on all the time. Uh, and then uh, Sarich, I think, is going to miss some time. Uh, uh, I do like the signing of McGee. I do think they needed probably a better yeah. backup. Bit. But I don't mind the signing of McGee. Especially because it pushes Kaminsky further down the depth chart. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Phoenix could be another team that could trade for Mobamba. Like Jalen Smith and mm. Kaminsky to make money work for Mobamba. Done. Yeah, I mean, what's the deal with Jalen Smith? I mean, they drafted him pretty high and they haven't played him. So Yeah, they, they reached for him and then they just didn't play him. So, so to me, that's a big question. Like, surely you can't give up on him. You, you reached for him, so... Yeah, but if they're trying to win, why not move him while there might mm. some teams might think there's still potential there? Yeah, I mean, and there could Mo, be, Mo Bamba's more of a still a prospect rather than a 
I think he's further players. along there. Yeah, but still. And it was it was just the first name I thought of. To be honest, yeah, there's, there's, like there's his, his some... game makes sense there. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's someone else, but he he was the first one I thought of. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. But yeah, it'd still be weird just to bring in a dude like Mo Obama who's hardly got minutes and then start him over Jalen Smith who went drafted so high over him. But yeah. Um, Portland. Okay. Now, am I doing what I think it'll be or what I would do? <laughs> do it how what you'd do. Okay. What I would do is I would have, I don't know if you're going to agree. But I'd have, I mean, Damon CJ are locks. You probably yeah, know think, where I'm I think I know where you're going, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't like starting Norm Powell at the small forward position. So He's I would move. Six, four. Yeah, I would move. I would probably move Rocco down, and I'd start Larry Nance and Nurkic. It makes more sense, really, doesn't it? It does. And then, because, like, the... Blazers bench is still pretty thin. Like you're really relying on Anthony Simons to take a leap as a bench scorer. Whereas I think you have Norm Powell coming off the bench. You've got a proven scorer that can just come in and, and get you points. And you can still play in certain lineups. You can have all three of them on at the same time, but I don't like starting them. I just mm. don't like them. Yeah, I could, I could really agree with that. I don't know. I think they do start him, but I'm yeah, with you, going man, to- on this. I love, I love Norm Powell. He's one of my yeah. favorite players. But yeah, he can be like he is. Like if he's coming off the bench, he's he's favorite for yeah. six men of the year to me. Yeah, he's definitely in the. Yeah, he's got to be a leader. Yeah, I like it because it's sort of Covington and Nance sort of complement. Yeah, the backcourt really well. Yeah. Whereas Powell's probably just another ball handler, a bit yeah. too much. And and like Nance is a good enough defender that he can sort of help with the, the bigger wings, and then Rocco is a good enough defender. He's not as locked down as people suggest he is, but he is a good enough defender that he can help out CJ and Dane, much more than Norm Powell would. Yeah, agreed. Even though Powell's pretty good defensively, I think. He's 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 not bad, yeah. But he's just probably not big enough to match up against a lot of, of the bigger that's, wings out there. Yeah, that, that's sort of what I was getting at, yeah. Not that Norm Powell was bad. Mm. Yeah. Agreed, right. Off to Sacramento, Another team that's like, well, buddy, Hill, how long? How's he? How's he gonna? You know, how long is he gonna stick around for? Yeah. And to me, it's Rashawn Holmes. That's your big. Darren Fox. That's your point guard. Yeah. It's Harrison Barnes at either four position. Yes. If Hield is part of this team, mm-hmm. I think you have to start Hield, and you have Halliburton off the bench. Or if you want to go small, you start Halliburton at two, move heel to the three, Barnes to the four. Yeah. So to me, this is matchup dependent. Um, yes. But I'd still start with Sean Holmes no matter what. Um, yeah, and that sort of frees up more minutes for Davion Mitchell too, which I like. So you can sort of play Davion Mitchell alongside Heald or Halliburton or even Fox. So I'm not confident in Bagley anymore, even though I think they'll still try and start him. But I actually prefer that smaller lineup better with Fox, Halliburton, Hield, Barnes, and Holmes. So I'm going that because I like that lineup better, but it's a smaller lineup. Um, but if you have to go big, you, I suppose you still just start Bagley and hope for the best. 
Yeah. Sorry, can you repeat your final lineup? I missed it. I was uh, Fox, a drink. Fox, Halliburton. Yeah. Healed, Barnes, Holmes. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'd do. Uh, and I'd have Bagley as your backup four slash five. Yeah. And uh, just like I would with Frank Kaminsky, I would bury Tristan Thompson so far down the bench that he doesn't get any minutes because <laughs> I can't fucking stand him. Um, but yeah, by Namias Quita, whoever the hell that is. <laughs> um, but I do think, yeah, like like you said, um, starting Halliburton uh, opens up minutes for Davion Mitchell, who is supposedly NBA ready defensively already. Um, Very good. And just, yeah, and just needs to uh, get a consistent shot going. Um, and Halliburton and Fox together works. It worked for a spurt last year. Uh, yeah, I and I I don't like Harrison Barnes at the three too much either. To be perfectly mm. honest, I I yeah. don't hate it, but I don't I prefer him at the four. Uh, I think the way NBA lineups are going, Barnes is a four nowadays. I agree. And, and yeah, Bagley okay. off the bench playing not as many minutes means his body won't take as much punishment, and he might stay healthy. And you might be able to trade him and get some value. Not Sadiq Bay. Yeah. <laughs> That was a weird rumor. It was right on. There, was, the, there was some weird rumors this off season, man. SGA was another one. Like, what the fuck is going? On? <laughs> yeah, NBA never never rest, man. Yeah, always some trade rumors or something coming up. Right, the Spurs. This is an interesting one too. I think is it will be young Spurs. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, it's you. It's you, mate. What are you doing? Okay. Um. I think, I mean, DeJounte Murray, Derek White, I think a lot. I think, apart from DeRozan, there was the Spurs' two best players. Um, yep. I think Keldon Johnson as well. Uh, he, he took a leap last season. Um, I think I, I'm trying to figure out a way to go fully young, but I don't know. I mean, you could put Keldon Johnson at one four spot and Lonnie Walker at the other, but I don't really like that. Or you put Vassallon and Johnson? Yeah, that's another way. I, I'm basically trying to figure out how to get Lonnie Walker a starting spot, but I don't think it's possible because I don't like Walker yeah. and Johnson. Yeah. Um, so I think I go Thad, just as a veteran. Um, and his newfound playmaking ability that sh- he unlocked in Chicago last year, Thadjik uh, Johnson. <laughs> You know, it's crazy. It came out of nowhere. So I think they try and utilize. It sounds too close to Tragic Johnson. It does sound close to that. Yeah. Um, I think they try and utilize that as a DeRozan light. How they used DeRozan yeah. last season. Yeah. Um, so I think they go him, and I think uh, Jakob Podol is, is the starting big. Um, Zach Collins? Question. Question. I, I would like to see Zach Collins get some get some minutes yeah. if he's if he's healthy. Uh, I do think he's a good player. I think the Spurs is a good system for him to try and bounce back in. So we'll we'll see what happens with him. Um, but I think I think the Spurs go full rebuild. Um, I think I think guys like Aminu and Thad Young um, are not long for this team. So yeah, but yeah, my my final lineup: Murray, White, Calden, Thad, Jakob Yeah, I have to agree. Well, those points that you brought up there. 
I mean, Lonnie Walker can come off your bench as he's sort of your main guard. Scorer can play alongside Murray, White, you know. Um, yeah. 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 I, I think that's definitely the best lineup. Mm. Um, the Raptors, for me, and they make, Lowry's gone to Miami, Dragic. But I'm not starting Dragic. He's going to be my sixth man in this mm-hmm. lineup. Uh, Van Vliet's my main point guard. In the backcourt alongside Van Vliet, I've got Gary Trent Jr. Then my forwards, OG and Siakam. And I really want to start Precious Achua, but I'm going Ken Birch. Just, he's going to be that solid guy, just going to get your boards. Just, yeah, solid. Um, Chris Boucher, Boucher, as they say, not Boucher, as I'd say in NZ. Um, Chris Boucher could be the big or even precious too, depending on um, matchups. Hmm. But I'm going Ken Birch, I think. Just, yeah, solid guy. Rebound, do all the small things right. Bit of hustle. So that's my team. Uh, Dragic is the sixth man. Possibly another trade contender, I think, for Goran Dragic. Yeah, what are your thoughts on the wraps? Um... I agree that it's Van Vliet and Gary Trent Jr. Um, yeah, totally agree with that. I think, yeah, I think Dragic is... Uh, they attempt to trade him. If they don't trade I he will not be on the Raptors by the end of this coming season. Yeah. Um, he'll either be traded or bought out. Um, yeah, I think OG and Pascal. Um, I kind of, yeah, I kind of like Boucher in there just for more offense. And he had a great season last year. People were talking him up for most improved. Um, he's a good good shot blocker, good rebounder, can hit the three. Uh, I like Ken Birch. As, I, I think, again, it'll be matchup reliant. They play a bigger team, you put in Ken Birch. But I think I put in Boucher. I was going to say Boucher, just Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> You put in Boucher and see what he's got, basically. Yeah. I think this team's in a full rebuild, so you may as well see what you got, even though Birch is, is young as well. Um, but I think Boucher's also coming up a free agent after this coming season, so maybe maybe they try and trade him as well. Maybe they is bottom this, out. Is, is this squad getting slipped on? I don't think it's... Uh, it could push oh, Van Vliet was talked about finals yeah. MVP. Um, I think... If OG takes another leap, I think they could be quite good. I don't think they're top four seed in the East. Nah, I'm not. But yeah, I I could see them like playing. I yeah, playing tournament. I don't think they're the worst team in the East. No, they're but, definitely not. No, I haven't. And Gary I haven't, Trent Jr. has been good too, but yeah, he's been he's been really good. So I think yeah, I I do think it's being slipped on a little bit. Um, I mean, based in Tampa last year, you know, there was a lot yeah. of yeah. yeah. A lot of ups and downs. Yeah, I think being back in being back in Toronto is gonna um gonna help them a lot. But yeah, I I don't I don't like Van Vliet at shooting guard. So I I still think Dragic just comes off the bench even if they are mm. do end up being good. Um yeah, and I, I think it's out of Boucher and, and Birch, depending on matchup for the starting centre. Yep, yeah, cool. Um yeah. I I like I like some of their bench too. I mean Scotty Barnes was Yep, a guy that very well, they, they they reach for him. Uh, Svi, love Svi. Svi, Malachi Flynn was all okay. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, Precious. Um, they've got a good three big man sort of potential rotation with Achua, Birch, and, and Boucher. 
Uh, and Isaac Bonga was a guy that I wanted the Hornets to sign. Good defensively. Yeah, very Can't good really defensively. Shot, but... Yeah, who knows? That could come. That could come. Uh, yeah, and I, I do fully expect – I'm quite high on OG. I could, I could yeah, see same. another another big big leap coming. Yeah, same here. Um, off to Utah for you, the number what number one seed last year in the West. Yeah. Okay. Uh, three locks. Go Bear, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell. All all locks. Agreed. Um, I think I think Bogdanovich is a lock as well. Now, there's three <laughs> people you could put in this other forward spot. Jingling Joe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jingles, Royce O'Neal, and uh, newcomer Eric Rudy Pascal. Eric uh, Pascal. Yeah, Pascal yeah. as well. I think Pascal needs to rebuild his uh, rep a little bit after a good rookie season. He uh, fell off a little bit last year. Um, but he's also, uh, I think, the best friends with Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, um, definitely corrupting teammates, right? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know they're good friends. So maybe, maybe that. You know, maybe Donovan's and tells the coach, "Hey, give, give my boy some minutes." Mm-hmm. Uh, it could see him. I, I like Royce O'Neal. I'm, I'm gonna go Royce O'Neal. You could even have Rudy Gay as like your backup five, depending on the right matchup. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. The bench unit with, with, uh, with Rudy Gay, Jingles, Jordan Clarkson, Pascal. And then Whiteside, given only minutes if, if absolutely necessary. If you have to, have to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm starting Royce O'Neal. So I think yeah, it's the yeah. same the same lineup they had last year, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, for me it's Ingles off the bench too with Clarkson and Pascal and Gay. To me, yeah. as you guys off the bench. Yeah. O'Neill and Bogdanovich to start in the forward spots. Hey, it's a winning formula. Mm. I think it works. Yeah, yeah. They just got to work it out a bit more in the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah, that's how I'll do it too. Um, right on to the last team, the Washington Wizards. Uh, okay, Bradley Beal's there, obviously. This, yeah, this one's very interesting as well. Now, for me, I think Dinwiddie has to start. He's, oh yeah, totally. he's missed a lot of time, but he's he's oh. the quality guard apart from Beal in this team. Uh, before we, just before you say a lineup, did you see this thing about Dinwiddie offering to buy the Wizards' uh, sponsorship on their jersey spot? No, I haven't seen this. So I know he, he thinks he thinks out of the box about Dinwiddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really like Dinwiddie. Like Dinwiddie is what Kyrie thinks he is. Yes, that's that's yes. what he is. Dinwiddie is a very smart, out of the box thinker who's always looking for alternatives and stuff. But he never says anything stupid. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I really like him. So he offered to buy it. Uh, the wizard said, oh, well, it's 12 mil. That's what our sponsor is going to pay us. And he was going to pay it, and the NBA overruled him. He wanted to <laughs> advertise cryptocurrency on the jersey. Yeah, and stopped them. Yeah, yeah, and Adam Silver stopped him. Um, I I thought it was a great idea. I Yeah, I didn't what he's becoming one of my favorite players. Yeah, I like Dinwiddie. I wish yeah. we kept him on the Pistons. Yeah. But good size for, for a point guard. Yeah. Trades off the dribble, can shoot. Yeah, do a bit of everything, really. I'll see how well he is defensively this year mm. after having a lot of time off. But, mm. yeah, with Bill there, I think I think he's good. I think he's a good fit. 
Um, I think I'm going to do what Real GM's done on the depth chart too, and I think you slide Beal over and you put in KCP into the yeah. into the starting lineup. Yeah, I, I think. think he's. I think he's sort of. His. Yeah, he's your three and D guy. You know, doesn't need to handle the ball. You know, yeah. just hits open shots when you got Dinwiddie and Beal there. So I really like the bit of KCP. And I'm I'm actually actually going Real GM's lineup here too. Um, I'm starting Rui, and I'm yep. starting Thomas Bryant. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think Denny Abdiya is sort of like a yeah, sort of point forward yep, type yep, guy. Yeah, your prospect. Kuzma's your scorer forward guy. I mean, yeah, I was thinking about starting Montrez, but you know, yeah. I mean, him and Bryant are. They've got a lot of similarities in that they're both offensive players and they like a lot of points defensively and slightly different though. But yeah, I, I like that. I like. I'd start Bryant. I think. I think he deserves to come back and start. Yeah, he, How would you go he about looked this? good. He looked. He looked good before he got injured as well last year. Mm. Um, I mean, there's Gafford too. So they got, they got yeah. three decent pigs like. I mean, I know you're not high on one. Two, two decent bigs and one overrated big, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, he might not be overrated anymore. Yeah, he's copped a bit maybe, of shit. Yeah, maybe not anymore. That That's fair. But I do not get the appeal of Montrez Harrell, though. I just don't get it. I don't see what he offers. I just, well, I just He's don't. a good finisher inside. He just but, he knows how to finish. Yeah, but he's not a good rebounder. He's not a good defender, and he can't shoot. Like, all he can do mm. is... he's. He's Ennis Cantor, but worse at rebounding. A lot but, worse. But but Ennis Cantor gets clowned on, and Harold gets, you know, lauded every off season. Yeah, it's just funny how that works sometimes. Yeah, isn't this, it? this 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 off season being the first where he wasn't. Mm. But you know, last off season there was like a fucking bidding war for him. Like the Hornets were going to offer him big money. <laughs> like I, I don't get, that. I, I don't get it. I don't think I think Ennis Cantor is a better player than Montrez Harold. Hmm. Actually, to to be honest, the comparison between them is 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 very similar. Um, Just the rebounding, except Cantor's a better rebounder, and and Trez is probably a bit of a better scorer. But they're yeah. both energy guys. Um, they're both well liked by the by the sounds of it in the locker room. They both uh, can put up points in quite a quick yeah, fashion. They, they can put up put up points in bunches. They're both probably better suited coming off the bench. It's actually quite interesting how how similar mm. they are, with the yeah. exception of that rebounding thing. Yeah, yeah, one one gets clowned and one doesn't. But I guess Cantor gets clowned for switching between Portland and Boston every offseason. So maybe it's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, as for my lineup, I agree with you. Your first three, I think. I think Caldwell Pope um, needs to start ahead of of Vigia. Although I guess it depends what the Wizards are trying to do as well. But well, they need they, to win. If they keep yeah, having Beal they, there, they have exactly. to try and win. If they're trying to rebuild, then they trade Beal. Yeah. If, if they're keeping Beal, then you have to start him and KCP. You just so I, I agree slotting one of them at the three. It doesn't matter which one. I think KCP's played some three in his time anyway. Um. I think you have to. It's, it's another thing. I think you kind of have to start Rui, um, but you're paying Bertans so much money. Mm, yeah, I was thinking about putting Bertans in here, but I just like Rui better. Yeah, I, I think Rui's definitely got a higher higher ceiling. Um, 
and then I I actually really liked what Gafford did when he came over. Mm, uh, yeah, I th- I think you roll with him because he's better defensively than Thomas Bryant. He's actually a presence inside. Mm, so I I, I I roll with Gafford, and then I have Bryant as my my backup big and uh, Trez and Coos are buried on the bench. <laughs> they just they just are. Uh, I still got hope for Coos. You know, I still think he does a uh, decent. I mean, I, I clown on Lakers but spot, he, right? he showed glimpses last year of being... He's not the star player that he was hyped to be in his rookie season yeah, and, for sure. and his second season. He's not that. And he's, I don't think he's ever going to be that. But he can be a serviceable bench player. I just think on this squad, I don't think he's good enough to get minutes at the three. And I think you play Bertans ahead of him at the four. So I just I think by circumstance he doesn't get much playing. But he he will get some playing time. But I just yeah he will. I, I would have Avija and and Bertans ahead of him. Yeah, cool. Well, that wraps it all up. Here's the starting lineups, the NBA. Man, I'm looking forward to it. Eh? I think a lot of teams are quite close here. I think. It's, yeah, the I, gap I, seems to be closer between the top and the bottom a bit. And some teams made some really interesting moves. I'm I'm really like pretty much every team I'm curious about something they've done that I want to mm, see how yeah, it yeah. Like even even the Lakers, like they've built this very old team. But I'm curious to see how Russell plays next to LeBron and Carmelo. Young guards. Yeah. Like, you know, and then the only team I'm really not I don't want to see uh, my least favorite like actual roster is the Pelicans. It's like it, the Fishers. Shame because Devonte Devonte's my boy, and I, I like Zion still. Um, but I just hate the way it's built. I hate it. Yeah, like it, it, it's gross. Yeah, Griffin should be copping some shit. Yeah, well, I think he is, but I think he, I, I think you kind of have to fire him. Like if if they don't make the playoffs this year, you got to sack him. You have. They're to. not. They're not making the playoffs. I'm yeah, telling yeah. you right now, I'm yeah. putting money on it actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, no, I agree with you completely. I think I think you have to sack him. Although a lot of people are talking up uh, Willie Green as as the coach, um, so maybe he can figure it out. But I just don't see how that I team works. I just doubt it. I'll be sure. Ingram and Zion, you need to trade Ingram. You have to have yeah. to trade Ingram. Yeah. You just 100%. don't not. And and Valanciunas is very questionable. In front call is Zion to me. Oh, even though I like Giannis Valanciunas, I just yeah, I just don't like it. Yeah, no, I agree. the The roster's built weird, and uh, yeah, nah. I think I think if they don't, or let's say when they don't make the playoffs, I think you fire David Griffin, and you do everything you can to appease Zion, because everything. if he leaves, if he Fucked. leaves, and you get nothing for him, or if you have to trade him for you know fifty cents on the dollar, then what the fuck? You know, Alexander Walker, franchise player. Yeah, I mean, I don't, be. I don't, I think he's he's a good player, but yeah, he's not like, you know, imagine going from Anthony Davis to Zion to Nikhil Alexander Walker, <laughs> like, like yeah. even even the draft picks they've made the last couple of years, like, I mean, Kira Lewis Jr. seems fine. Um, who did they even pick this year? Did they have a draft pick? Oh no, I don't think they did. No. No, they must have traded them all away. Yeah. They, um, 
wait, they they had what how what happened to it? Because they had the Lakers one. Mm. Did we get that? Did the Hornets get that for Devonte? Maybe they did. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of who they even picked. They can't have had a draft pick. I'm looking at their roster. Was it Najee Marshall? Oh, maybe it was no, because he's got stats from last season. He played. He played last season. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, he was yeah, a rookie sure. last year. He played he played thirty two games. I'm not I don't, sure. Uh, I have no idea. Like, it looks way. like they got some rookies, but they don't. The names don't remind me of. I don't think they were first round picks. I think must they were be late second rounders or something. Yeah. Oh, Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy. He was a. That was a. Uh, okay. Where where was he? Twenty or something. Maybe he was the Lakers pick. Uh, he was picked 17th by the Grizz. Oh, they traded um, the Grizz pick. Ziari, oh, uh, Ziari, what is what's his name? Yeah, for the the Adams and Valachunas trade. So they swapped picks as well. The Grizz moved up yeah, and yeah. Ziari Williams Walker. No, Williams. Williams. Ziari, 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 yeah, is it Zaya? I thought it was Ziari. It's Zaya, yeah, it's Zaya. It's spelled different from the normal Zaya. Z H A I R E, I think. Z I A I R E. That's why it was. That's why I thought it was Ziari. Ah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I knew it was something spelled weird. Yeah. So oh, okay. So that's who they got. I I don't know anything about him either. Ah, it's supposed to be pretty good. I think he he dropped down in the draft a bit. Trey Murphy. Oh yeah, Trey Murphy. Yeah. I don't know anything about. I think he's quite a good shooter. He's he's a forward, I think, and I think he's a forward or, or a wing. Might be a bigger one, yeah. yeah Not too sure. No, I don't. I don't like this team though. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't, they should trade Garrett Temple, trade Sedaransky, trade Josh Hart, trade, trade Brent, them all. Apart from trade, Zion. trade them all and rebuild around Zion. Yeah. Like even yeah, Valentunas, you'll get something good for Valentunas. And Ingram. Yeah. Oh, Ingram, Ingram you get you get something real good. Maybe that could be a future pod trade trade mm. ideas. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, well, that wraps it up for tonight. Future Pods 2, we're doing a Terminator rewatch, so we'll be ranking the Terminator movies quite possibly next week, maybe the one after, but I think we'll be trying to go for next week. We'll be doing a bit of an NBA preview, which you saw glimpses of that tonight throughout our picking the lineups. You can sort of see what we're thinking. Um, yeah, Pelicans probably won't be rating too high in that one. So thanks, Aiden, for coming on once again. I run out. Peace.